Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Middle of the week, Wednesday afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi. Streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us alongside Brian Haydad and Michael Borky. I'm Richard Cross. Good to have you along for the ride. We'd love for you to be a part of the conversation. You can do that on the C Spire text line. Get ready for faster phones. C Spire is rapidly expanding 5G as part of a billion-dollar investment into their 5G and fiber networks over the next three years. That means more coverage, more reliability, and more speed. Learn more at cspire.com. We are coming to you live from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, home of the Golden Moon Casino. For more, visit pearlriverresort.com. Middle of the week, still hot. One day closer to the start of college football season. Rinse and repeat. Boys, good afternoon. You you should drive on down to that casino that you just mentioned, by the way, and uh, hammer the Saints under win total. We got another one today? Ty Montgomery was carted off the field today in practice, Whoop. so Traquan Smith the, is uh... working his way back. But yeah, Ty Montgomery, he's uh, he got carted off the field today. We have not had a single Saints practice in a week without something going wrong. From Michael Thomas to Ty Montgomery to an early retirement yesterday yes, to <laughs> I mean, a thin defensive backfield. Thankfully, uh, a guy with the initials AK has not um, come up in any of Thankfully, Richard, don't don't even speak of it. Stop it. Thankfully, do you see what Tennessee did? the The audacity of Tennessee. On the back of the scoreboard at Neyland, they're putting a big old picture of Alvin Kamara getting one of his seven carries while a Tennessee ball behind the scoreboard at their stadium. I mean, it says two things. First of all, it's another reminder that he was so underused because they're, the number of pictures they could have used of him holding a football in a game, probably a really small file. Not a whole hmm. lot to choose from. But it shows you how just awful Tennessee football has been in terms of having impact players at the next level. You got Eric Berry. That that could have been an option. But their most recognizable star in the league is a punchline because they didn't think he was good enough to play in the SEC. And that's what they have to put on their stadium because no other Tennessee Vol is recognizable right now in the NFL. Thank God he didn't play much for his first college choice. If you need a refresher as a freshman in 2013 at the University of Alabama, Kamara redshirted. In 2014, as a redshirt freshman, he was at Hutchinson Community College. And he was really good. 
the Kansas Junior College Offensive Player of the Year, 1,200 yards rushing, 18 touchdowns, nearly 1,500 total uh, offensive yards and 21 touchdowns on the season. 2015 is a third-year sophomore at Tennessee. Played in 13 games with one start. A five-star junior college prospect started one game. He averaged six and a half yards per carry, which was third best in the league, and had two 100-yard rushing games. Went for 144 against Bowling Green, 127 against North Texas, and had five multi-touchdown games. Five touchdowns in the last five games of the season in 2015. He was still underutilized. I mean, his numbers at Tennessee were not that bad when it was all said and done, but they could have been so much better. Think about this. In 2016, as a a fourth-year junior, a redshirt junior, he only started seven of Tennessee's 11 games. He had 1,188 all-purpose yards, less than 600 of that on the ground, Almost 400 receiving, 184 of those yards via punt return, and 16 yards via kickoff return. He scored 13 touchdowns, and again, they just didn't use him that much. He was a backup. I mean, that's I know. how he was used. I mean, 100 carries, 103 carries his last year in college is criminal. Could you imagine giving a talent like that fewer than 10 carries per game? 2016. Six carries against Appalachian State for 21 yards in the season opener. Against Virginia Tech on September 10th, three carries for nine yards. Against Ohio, well, they they worked him that day, 11 carries for 67 yards. Against Florida, two carries... For six yards. <laughs> then they started to realize, well, maybe we got something. 16 carries against Georgia for 62 yards. 18 carries against A&M for 127. All right, we got something. Let's use this guy. So what did they do? They rushed him eight times against Alabama. Ten times against Kentucky. Twelve against Missouri. Ten against Vanderbilt. And seven against Nebraska in the bowl game. After going for a buck twenty-seven against Texas A&M, he had one game above a hundred yards the rest of the season. One hundred three carries, five hundred ninety-six yards, nine touchdowns. Who was the other tailback on that team? Jalen Hurd. And he was not bad. He's in the NFL somewhere, I think, playing wide receiver. He's a good player, but he wasn't Alvin Kamara. No. Do we know how good Alvin Kamara was at the time? Should no, have. I remember when the Saints when the Saints picked him. I was just like, "Really, a running back here? Oh, okay, you know, we'll see." Can't ever have enough weapons, I guess. But I didn't know they were getting the best running back in pro football when they made that pick. Yeah, Jalen Hurd was a big guy too. Big oh yeah, old yeah tall guy. More, they had a, a perfect potential thunder and lightning kind of situation there, and they just they stuck to thunder. Yeah. 
6-5-2-29 for Jalen Hurd. He's now with Huge. the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Has not, according to Kyle Shanahan, earned his spot on the roster yet. Yeah. Jalen Hurd was not still on the team at Tennessee in 2016. Yes, was he was. not? Not he in 2016. I'm looking at their roster. He got hurt. Yeah, he got they, hurt. He played, they, though. They, they had... Seven well, games, 122 carries, 451 yards. In 2016? In 2016. Why would he not be on the roster, though? They got he John Kelly. To during that season? I don't know. I don't know how you would just, like, erase the season. Anyway. So, yeah, Alvin Kamara. Put him in bubble wrap for the remainder of camp, and do not play him in a preseason game. I would just keep him in that... Uh... Shipping container that they turned into an ice room thing next to the field for the rest of camp. Don't even let them leave it. They should put them in the box that uh, they had the, the leg lamp in. It just says Fragile across it. <laughs> fragile. So we will continue our preview of teams as we work alphabetically through the SEC. Georgia and Kentucky are up today. Uh, Derek Terry... From uh, well, covers of Kentucky Wildcats will join us on the Farm Bureau phone line coming up uh, a little bit later this afternoon, about 20 minutes from right now. This Kentucky team might be the third best team in the East. If things go awry in Gainesville, is it possible that Kentucky ends up as the second best team in the East? Possible. They've got experience on the offensive line. They have a new offensive philosophy that apparently includes the forward pass, which is a novel concept in 2021. They've got experience returning at running back and a defense that's okay. And last year was a weird year for everybody. It did not go well for Kentucky, but we have talked about the fact that Mike Stoops has done a really nice job building that roster. So Kentucky, one of the teams we'll talk about, will also talk about the Georgia Bulldogs this afternoon. We have audio for you from a couple of Mississippi State assistant coaches who talked after practice yesterday. Uh, We will hear from both Jason Washington, who works with safeties, and Eric Millay, who works with uh, running backs. So an offensive assistant and a defensive assistant coming up this afternoon. And we think... At least we hope we're going to have audio for you from Ole Miss Offensive Coordinator Jeff Levy as we go through the show this afternoon as well. So plenty of college football to get to with you. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Just getting started on this hump day, Wednesday afternoon in the Pearl River Resort Studios.
the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Richland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking in on your afternoon commute so far, a smooth ride with no reports of any accidents or major congestion. But if you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. It's back! That's right, school is back in session. That means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right, school is back and so is carpooling traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving your cash. Pay just $3.29 per month on the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross or pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s. Plus, get a free 40-inch TV with every purchase. We want your old vehicle, bring it in, and we'll buy it even if you don't buy a new vehicle from us. Ridgeland Mitsubishi is the cutest. King of credit. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Our team of experts is ready to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. School is back in session, so come get your deal now at Richland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Eclipse stock number 1772, Mitsubishi G4 stock number 1795-1999. Down 3.9, separate for once a year. Details would approve credit. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Your midday meeting place, The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1, here on Super Talk Mississippi. We are out. We cannot play in this environment. We will not play in this environment. It is unsafe, and anyone who does so is practicing Neanderthal thinking, or something along those lines. A year ago today, the Pac-12 and the Big Ten said, we're out, we are canceling our football season. It caused a uh, stir in the entire sports world. Obituaries were written about the rest of college football. But you had some players that stepped up. You had some coaches that stepped up. And most importantly, you had some commissioners that stepped up and said, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Not yet. 
Maybe, but not today. Those commissioners were Greg Sankey and Bob Bowlesby, who probably were on better terms then than they are now, and John Swafford, who is now retired. John Swafford at the time was the commissioner of the ACC. That was the plan, right? The Pac-12 and the Big Ten shut it down, and we all felt like we had been punched in the gut, and all the air had been knocked out of our lungs, and we were just kind of bent over at the waist with our hands on our knees, trying to get our breath, wondering, what does this mean for us? And what it meant for us was we had to wait a little while longer. We had to push things back a little while. The season was going to look vastly different than it had ever looked before, but thanks again to the leadership of Greg Sankey and Bob Bowlesby and John Swafford, the SEC, the Big 12, and the ACC, we did not cry uncle on August the 11th. We, and maybe I'm being... Uh, I don't know, maybe a little generous in using the term "we," but we were right there with them, cheerleading along the way. Said, "No, we're, we're not going to, we're not going to make a decision about what September, October, November, December, and January are going to look like on the 11th of August." We played a season, and we crowned a national champion, and we also made the Pac-10 did it again. The Big Ten and the Pac-12, frankly look like fools because they said, no, we're not going to be part of it. And then they saw games being played in the states in which they lived in other conferences. They saw stadiums with people in them in some cases. Not full stadiums, but some people in them. And they said, well, we know more now than we knew then, and yeah, we are going to play. And it was a mad scramble dash to play six or seven or eight games. There were a few teams that opted out altogether. But we made it through the 2020 college football season. And so while this is a day, I suppose, that will live in infamy, it is not a day that turned out to be the darkest day for college football, Christine Brennan. It was not a day, Nancy Armour and others, Dan Wolken, that was the ugliest in the history of college football. It was not at all. It was a blip. It was uncomfortable for a while, but we made it. I thought you were going to go into the Bill Pullman Independence Day speech for a second there. We were not going to go gentle into that good night. That's very inspiring. We did Uh, not. We did not. We fought. Uh, I'm not sure who should be more embarrassed, the Big Ten leadership or those aforementioned journalists. It's probably a push. I had to guess. I mean, when somebody can say things like, this is the darkest day in the history of college football, when, I mean, what happened today with Baylor? What That was in college football. Uh, and I remember that day, though. I remember thinking, like, coming to this show and just, like, I was there. I was, couldn't, none of us could have been in a good place that day. Because this is our job. Our job is to talk about sports, and we're you know we need college football to have. We need to have that four months of content. It's how we you know we sell advertising and, and pay our bills. And I wasn't sure we were going to have that for a few hours. So, you know, you're, 
it's 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 almost overstated. It feels overblown, but it's not. Greg Sankey, you know, he he didn't just save college football. He saved a lot of people's jobs across the country. That is absolutely you know, need, true. Need football to 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 exist to live. We're one of. We talked about this before. Here's the timeline. Going back to Friday, August the seventh, a year ago, we had a pretty good show that day. Felt like we were continuing to plug forward, like we were going to get to the start line of college football, despite so many people not saying necessarily positive things about it. There was a level of optimism on Friday, August seventh. Mm-hmm. I've told you guys this before. I spoke on the phone with a college football official on my way home from work that day. That's six fifteen. And he was not confident at all. He said it's coming from the Big Ten, it's coming from the Pac twelve, and it doesn't look good. He gave it at that point, and this is not a guy that's prone to just being negative, about a thirty percent chance of happening in some form or fashion and the likelihood of completing a season less than that 30% number. So that put a damper on the weekend. And then we got through Monday, August 10th, and there was speculation that it was coming, and then it was the 11th, when inevitably we got that news from the Big Ten and the Pac-12. But then there was kind of radio silence for a couple of days. You remember that? Mm -hmm. Like, everybody panicked on the 11th. But it was purposeful. It was. And, it was. And you didn't hear anything the afternoon of the 11th. I don't think you heard anything on the 12th. In fact, I think it was later in that week, and, and maybe this is selective memory. You guys can correct me on this if I'm wrong, but I think it was later in the week before we heard from Greg Sankey. And if I remember, Greg Sankey, d- d- does Thursday the 13th sound right? Like maybe it was a couple of days later when he went on with Paul Feinbaum and said, we're not ready to throw in the towel yet? Sounds right, yeah. yeah. And it's worth noting... It may not be 100% accurate, but it's close. What were you saying, Borky? I, I cut you off, I'm it, sorry. It, oh, it's, uh, it's worth noting that in one of the two stories I read about this this morning, that the SEC talked about it. They talked about, hey, we might have to do this, what does it look like? Before the Big Ten made their announcement, they had that conversation. It wasn't a, like some people suggested in the aforementioned media that you guys talked about, that it's just dumb Southerners doing dumb Southerner things. It was something that they considered, and they took the advice of multiple medical professionals, highly qualified people, and weighed all the options and decided to push forward. They didn't just say, oh, you know, to hell with it. It means more around here. No, they sat down, they looked at every option and actually approached it in a pragmatic way. There were more details that came out this morning about how close they were to making that decision and chose not to because they were basically told you don't have to. Yeah. By the the smart people. They listened to the smart people. Imagine that. The SEC Medical Task Force was put together, and, I mean, you got a bunch of really, really smart people on that. The guy from the University of Missouri is incredibly highly thought of. Dr. Catherine O'Neill at LSU is incredibly highly thought of. She has been very vocal in recent days and weeks about the need for vaccination. 
and all of the things that are going along and, you know, is really trying to kind of push LSU and its fans and the people of Louisiana to, to get vaccinations to kind of help slow things now. But those were the people that Greg Sankey leaned on the most. And they talked to professional leagues, the NFL, Major League Baseball, NASCAR, officials at the PGA Tour. All of these people were talking and they weren't sure that they were going to have to shut it down. And by not drawing the line in the sand on that day or the day after or the day after that and saying, nope, we can't do it, they just bought themselves some time. Michael Borky was so distraught that as I look at my calendar here from last year, he went on vacation. He bailed on us on Thursday the 13th and the 14th and Monday the 17th. I don't know where you went or what you did, but I, I, it shows me here that you were off at that, that point. The only time I take off is to see my dad, so that's what I was doing. There you go. I went on a golf trip with some buddies that weekend, left Saturday morning, got home Sunday night, and I remember feeling so much more relief on that trip than just earlier in the day or earlier in the week because there was still some hope. There was still some hope. Do you guys remember when on the calendar, and I, and I should know this, I, I probably should have it marked permanently on the calendar. When was it that the SEC came out? It was around the 1st of September, wasn't, wasn't it? When they said, we're not going to play the opening weekend like we normally would. Here's what we're going to attempt to do. Wasn't it around September 1st? That sounds I think that's right. right. I mean, trying to remember when they did this, the uh, the schedule reveal and all that. Oh, that day! That day was such a big deal. Yeah. And we found out in two waves. Remember, we found out yeah, one that they were going to play, mm-hmm. and who the opponents were going to be, and then we found out the actual schedule. Did it on the SEC Network. Made a big deal about it. That was incredible. I think we carried, we carried part of that live. It yeah. was great. It was great. And we made it through. We crowned a national champion last year. Sports Talk Mississippi. And here we are a year later. Moving forward. Are things perfect? Nope. But we are. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 96. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 75. A 40% chance of rain for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 95. And finally, Friday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, sunny skies, high near 95. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Did you know you can find the latest sales information or breaking jewelry fashions from Albritton's on Facebook? Hi, I'm Cameron Albritton. We've come a long way since my great granddad opened in 1920. How we live, travel, and even celebrate. But some things shouldn't change. Fine diamonds and jewelry from Albritton's are still treasured for their quality and value. Be sure to like us on Facebook and come see us. Albritton's, Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. 
This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. The Beach Boys, live in concert. 2021 Feel Flows World Tour. October 6th at Brandon Amphitheater. Reserve seats on sale Friday at 10 a.m. at Chickenmaster.com. VIP packages available at TheBeachBoys.com and MikeLove.com. The Beach Boys, 2021 Feel Flows World Tour. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. In a Facebook post this afternoon, Governor Tate Reeves outlined the latest steps being taken to expand hospital capacity in Mississippi and address staff shortages. This comes as case numbers and hospitalizations continue to surge, and the state has 2,000 less nurses than it did at this time a year ago. The measures include reopening a 50-bed facility in the parking garage at UMMC, placing a request with other states for additional personnel, and more. To view the full post and more details, visit supertalk.fm. And with the rise of ransomware attacks in recent months, Senator Scott Delano shared his focus for the 2022 legislative session as the chairman of the Technology Committee. What I'm really interested in and making sure that, that we stay on top of is enhancing our statewide cybersecurity efforts throughout state government. Delano also remains hopeful that a special session will be called to deal with medical marijuana. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. 
Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Wednesday afternoon, middle of the week. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. We continue our preview of all 14 teams in the SEC, and to do that today, we will focus on the Kentucky Wildcats. Derek Terry joins us right now from the Kentucky 24-7 Sports website, covers the Cats. Derek, appreciate a few minutes of uh, of your time this afternoon. We're getting close to the start of this season. Kentucky is an intriguing team to me this year. Uh, a, a good offensive line, uh, seemingly a, a revamped philosophy with what they want to do offensively, including the use of the forward pass, and uh, pretty good running backs coming back. What, what what do you think when you look at this team this year, Derek? Well, I think there's a lot of excitement. You know, uh, a lot of those things you just reference anytime there's a change at the coordinator position. Uh, I think that uh, typically leads to not only some excitement, but some big question marks as well. And, um, you know, Kentucky opened up practice uh, for fans and uh, media as well on Saturday. We got to see, you know, not much. It was just a second practice, so we didn't see a ton. But you can still see a lot of different formations you can see the personnel groupings that they're using uh, will be much different this year you know they're taking some guys who played running back last year splitting them out a little bit more at wide receiver um one 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 of the one of the bigger wide receivers from last season uh someone who maybe fit in better at wide receiver last year isaiah cummings he moved down to tight end after an injury and he's he's doing some really good things so at this point, I think people are very optimistic. Uh, but you know, anytime you talk about football, you gotta gotta address the quarterback spot, and that's uh, you know still an open quarterback battle there. Probably won't have a starter name for a few weeks, but uh, all indications uh, it's going to be Will Levis, a transfer from Penn State, who was their backup the last few years. So we'll see if that's ultimately what ends up happening. But uh, I do think people here in Lexington are, are very excited for this season. Derek, walk us down the the, the race in that quarterback battle that you're talking about. Yeah, so the main three contenders, uh, you got Levis, like I mentioned, from Penn State. He was someone who I want to say he started two career games maybe at Penn State. He started uh, one game last year in Iowa, came in for relief uh, when they got down big against Nebraska and uh, almost led a comeback victory there. He is the only guy on the roster who was recruited by Liam Cohen because, uh, you know, obviously he was a transfer guy. And then Joey Gatewood transferred to Kentucky last year. Uh, people in the South are probably familiar with his time at Auburn. Started one game for Kentucky last season. That was against Georgia. Wasn't a great showing, but, I mean, 
Kentucky really didn't have a great showing against anybody last year uh, on, on offense. Uh, and then the other guy is a local kid. It's uh, Bo Allen from Lexington Catholic High School. He's a redshirt freshman. Um, probably still viewed as the guy of the future. I know it's a little trickier to do these days in college football. It's yeah. kind of how easy it is to transfer and things like that. But uh, I do think Bo Allen long-term could still end up being the quarterback at Kentucky. But I do think he's running uh, quite a bit behind Levis and Gatewood at this point. So the Joey Gatewood thing, I mean, the, the fanfare finally being named eligible after transferring from Auburn a, a, a year ago. Uh, there were Auburn fans that were disappointed, especially with how Bo Nix was playing, you know, kind of watching him walk away from the program. He was a guy that was recruited by Gus. You know, you, you look at him physically and it's all there, and yet it doesn't seem to quite transfer to the field. What do you feel like is holding Joey Gatewood back? Well, I think it's probably got, it'll take more time to explain than what we have to go through today. I, I think a lot of people looked at Joey last year and said, well, Kentucky's offense is, is so bad. They're the worst passing offense in the SEC by far. Uh, and they got a senior quarterback at that doing it. So how could this guy not beat out, you know, Terry Wilson? I don't know that things were that simple last year at UK. I mean, basically everything I gathered, more or less, UK knew that Eddie Grant and Mark Stoops are close friends. I think they had basically agreed by midseason that he would, you know, they, they would go their separate ways after the year. And I think they really kind of put everything else aside and, and tried their best to do whatever it took to win those final five games. And when you put it in that frame, I think you can see why maybe it wouldn't have made sense to have just gone to someone like Gatewood or even Bo Allen if you're going to be changing the offense the next season anyway. Um, I think that logic can definitely be argued against, but I think that's ultimately what they decided. As far as Joey, I mean, it, it's, it's it's hard for me to know. I, I can only draw some of the things I've heard. Um one of the problems for him, and I think Levis is, is going to have the same problem. These are guys who have played on a lot of different offenses. I mean, Gatewood, that's what is this? Is probably his third offensive coordinator now that he's gone under. Yeah. Levis had a new offensive coordinator basically every year at Penn State. I think it's been really hard for some of these guys to get comfortable. Um, but physically, you're right. I mean, he's got a lot of the tools, but I can say just from watching practice the other day, uh, I don't know how good Levis will end up being ultimately. But I can tell you physically and from a tool standpoint, I think he's probably far and away the best quarterback prospect they brought on to campus under uh, Mark Stoops. I mean, he's got a very quick release and, a, and an incredibly strong arm. You know, there's, there's more to being a good quarterback than just those two things. But I can understand why uh, Liam Cohen would maybe want to hitch his wagon to this kid and, and see if he can't develop him into something special. You want to be a part of the conversation, you mail the sports, uh, the ceasefire text line visiting with Derek Terry from the Kentucky 24 7 sports site. When you look at the schedule this year, is it favorable? Is it not? The two crossover teams, LSU and of course Mississippi State every single year. Those are the two Western division teams, but, but kind of in terms of home and away, the, the way that it, it builds out. Do you like this schedule for Kentucky? Yeah, I, mean, I think it's a, I think it's a great schedule for UK. Honestly, the way it sets up, you know, the big game everyone's talking about here, you know, for the early in the year is Missouri. Um, Missouri and UK, it's been an incredibly close series. Actually, Kentucky had beat them five straight years up until last year, but the overall series, I want to say, is actually tied in terms of like the score in the last five. I think it's like one hundred thirty-seven, one hundred thirty-seven. Yeah, some crazy stat like that. Um, 
typically whoever wins that game finishes higher in the standings. So when you are a program like Kentucky that, you know, I don't I don't think many people have realistic hopes of, of actually winning the SEC East most years, but if you can crawl up and, and even finish second, I mean, I think it's a, it's a huge deal. So, I mean, that's a big game, but you play them early. Um, you start off with Louisiana Monroe and one of the worst teams in the country, uh, basically by any metric you look at. Uh, and then week four, they go to South Carolina, another team that I think in the CBS preseason sports rankings was somewhere in the 90s. And UK's in the mid-30s, so you would expect that would be a game that but Kentucky should win. So I, mean, I think a lot of people are looking at it and saying, hey, if they can start off 4-0, you go into this three-game stretch, you got Florida at home, LSU at home, before going to Georgia on the road. I think most people are going to write off that Georgia game as a loss, probably rightfully so. Um, but Kentucky has played Florida pretty well. Uh, they've only won once under Stoops, but if you go look at some of those games, especially in Lexington, those are typically very close games. UK's blown... Back to the last two years, they played in Lexington. UK should have won both those games. They let fourth quarter leads get away in both games. Uh, LSU's a tricky team. Obviously, they got a ton of talent. They had a bit of a, a tough year last year coming off that national title. They had some guys opt out just in general, just lost a ton of good players from that national championship team. I mean, we'll kind of see how they look when they get there. But those final five games um, after Georgia, I mean, you've got Mississippi State, you got Vanderbilt, uh, Louisville, New Mexico State, and Tennessee. The Mississippi State game, I mean, for you guys locally, it's, it's you know, UK's not won down there since 2008. And to me, whenever I'm kind of looking at storylines for the season, that's one of the ones I'm looking at. I mean, UK really, really needs to end that streak down there, I think. I mean, it's nothing against Mississippi State, but I mean, the way I view it, if you truly want to, you know, try to do something special in the SEC East, that's going to require you, you know, winning some road games. And uh, Mississippi State, I know they're kind of all over the place on the projection boards. I mean, you look at the FPI. They're top 25, but then you, you know, go to the league media, they're picked to finish last in the West. Uh, but the West is a really good division. Who knows? I mean, I certainly don't think Mississippi State would be picked to finish last if they were an East uh, team. It'd probably be maybe even a top fourth if they're in the East. Yeah. So, um, that's a big game, but I do think that, you know, the way it sets up, basically you'd see them winning four, losing three, then potentially winning five to, to maybe get to nine wins. Are the two swing games on the schedule, and and we've only got about thirty seconds left. Missouri in week two, and Mississippi State coming off that open date on uh, on October thirtieth. Are those the two that you look at and say that's the difference in being an eight or nine win team or a six seven win team? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think uh, I think even if you don't beat any of those teams in the middle of the schedule, Florida, Georgia, or LSU, I think as long as you can take care of business in those other two games and then and finish, you know, right around nine and three, I think people will be thrilled with that. And uh, I definitely think those are the those are the two games to look out for. No question, nine and three would be a great season in Lexington. Derek, great information, great insight. Thanks so much for your time this afternoon. All right, thanks, guys. That's Derek Terry joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Interesting thoughts on the Kentucky Wildcats. Nine and three, maybe. Six and six, very much in play as well. We'll talk a little bit more about that Kentucky schedule when we come back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi and the Pearl River Resort Studios. From the 
Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Richland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking in on your afternoon commute so far, a smooth ride with no reports of any accidents or major congestion. But if you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org, make a donation, and help change your life today. If you work in the manufacturing world, Ace Bolt and Screw would like the opportunity to earn your business. Ace Bolt and Screw has been Mississippi family owned and operated for more than 50 years. They specialize in vendor managed inventory and they're ISO certified. Ace Bolt and Screw services and delivers fasteners for small, medium, and large scale industrial operations across the country. Visit acebolt.net to learn more or call 601-355-3448. Discover vendor managed inventory by Ace Bolt and Screw today. Day. Great teams leave it all on the field. But with the powerful towing and payload that Ford F-150 delivers, you can take it all with you too. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150, built for greatness. Visit your local Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977-2020 calendar year total sales. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at capitaldentalinc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Trustmark checking fits you to a T. Use the My Trustmark app to bank anywhere from your truck to a tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from Tampa to Tacoma. And with new Plus checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Oh, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus checking. It has identity theft protection, too. Don't stop about Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's the Augusta you can play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. 
where Mississippi comes to talk. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Do you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial! Here on Super Talk Mississippi. So we got a message on the C Spire text line from Todd in Tupelo, 601-879-4395. He says, I'll take any amount on Kentucky being 9-3. and three, Not gonna happen. Todd, I'm not sure I'm as confident as you are. I tend to agree that 9-3 and three is a little aggressive for Kentucky. But there was some rationale to how Derek got to that line of thinking. And he told us at the end that there were two significant swing games on the schedule. The one that everybody's looking at early is a home game against Missouri. And then later in the season, that October 30th game in Starkville against Mississippi State. So Kentucky's schedule, Monroe, terrible. Missouri, you heard him say tight series. Chattanooga, and then South Carolina. They should be either 3-1 and or 4-0 in those first four games. They will be underdogs against Florida, LSU, and Georgia in three straight, although two of those are at home. Let's just say they lose all three of those. Then you get to the stretch run of the season. Mississippi State, Tennessee, at Vandy, New Mexico State, and Louisville. Could they go 5-0 and in those final five games? Yeah. Could they go 4-1? and Sure. Is 3-2 and most likely? I, I don't know. But if they're three and one to start the year and they go three and two in the last five, then that's six and that's a bowl game. If you think they're a game better than that and they get to four and one, that's seven and it's a good season. If they go five and oh in those last five games, that's eight. And if they were to beat Missouri at the beginning of the year and lose those three in the middle, that's nine. That was a bunch of ifs, and I don't think all of the ifs are happening. Yeah. There's a roadmap there. That's a best case, best case, best case scenario we just laid out there. That, that Mississippi State game is so key for both teams. And, you know, you look back at Dan Mullen's tenure, part of the reason State has been to as many bowls in a row as they have been, you know, last year aside, is that you knew Dan Mullen was going to win his non conference games because this was before the Power Five. Uh, yeah. Uh, rule came in, and you knew he was going to beat Kentucky. So that's five right there. Every year you knew he had five. He only lost to Kentucky one time, and that was the Peter Sermon year. And so, you know. I'm sorry, who was that? Peter Sermon, the, the defensive coordinator who was. Oh, your buddy, awful. the guy you like so much. Yeah. he's He and I are close friends. Um, I thought that, you know, that that's why. You know, Mullen made Kentucky. It wasn't a swing game, it was a win. You look at the schedule in, in July and you point at Kentucky and said, win. And you can't do that anymore. You know, Kentucky won in 18, won in t- last year. Uh, but, but as, uh, Derek said, hasn't won in Starkville 
since 2008. Now, I mean, you know, streaks are sort of, you know, history sort of is what it is. But for State, that's, that's, that's very much a must-win game. You want to you continue your bowl streak this year? You want to have a good year? Beating Kentucky is, is a must-do. You, you need to win that game. And you got embarrassed by them last year. I mean, they scored 24 two points. Two. Easily, the, the, I thought, the low point of the, uh, of, of the first month of the season. So State should be motivated in that game to play well. It's a team they match up pretty well with from a talent standpoint. You know, they need to win that game. Ceasefire Tax Line, State has dominated Kentucky and Starkville. That game needs to stay in the win column for State. You're not going to accomplish much if Kentucky turns into a game that you lose more often than not. Did yep. I just text it, too? That's exactly what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. No question. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, Ole Miss it's like has Vanderbilt on the Ole Miss schedule. Exactly. Exactly the same thing. You know, that, that stretch when Franklin was there and, and you know, the you know middle of uh, I guess what, two thousand eight to two thousand. Vandy won like what five out of ten, something like five that. Out yeah, of nine, that's, something like that. That's no good for Ole Miss. They need no to be able to beat Vanderbilt every year. Yeah. So I mean, if you can't do it, you're going to struggle to go to bowl games. No question. Yeah. You know you're going to lose to teams sometimes, but when you're talking about Mississippi State, Kentucky, you're talking about Ole Miss, Vanderbilt. You better win eight out of every ten. Yeah, I and think for state, and probably ought to win seven nine out of ten. ten. Seven out of ten. Well, Kentucky's a, a much better program than Vanderbilt. Ole Miss should win nine. Under Stoops, hundred percent agree. Hundred yeah. percent agree. Under Stoops. but state should still be able to beat them. Between yeah. 05 and twenty twelve, Vanderbilt won six of eight against Ole Miss. Yeah, it's six out of eight. They've won I mean, two of the last five. Yeah, that's 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 tough. You got to win those games. That's a game you have to win. Yeah. We got a lot more coming up for you. Get coaches to hear from, and I want to play a clip for you from Zach Wilson, former BYU quarterback, taken in the first round by the New York Jets. It's one of the more insightful things I've heard from a rookie quarterback in a long time. We'll do that when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. More coming up. I'm Steve Rappaport. California becomes the first state to require teachers and school staff to get a COVID-19 vaccine or get tested regularly. Well, it's the same way all the rules and regulations within the school system are enforced. We have an ed code and there's progressive sanctions and we don't distinguish this versus all the other rules and requirements. Governor Gavin Newsom. The Taliban capturing three more provincial capitals in Afghanistan. Officials estimate the insurgents control about two-thirds of the country. Pentagon officials tell Fox News the capital city of Kabul could fall within 90 days, according to a new intelligence assessment. The Taliban has been on the march as the Defense Department completes a planned withdrawal from Afghanistan. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki wouldn't confirm the intelligence, but said the administration is keeping watch on U.S. military hardware still in the country. Fox's Rachel Sutherland. America is listening to Fox News. 
DNS Diamonds is a quaint little jewelry store located on Market Street in Flowood. Our specialty is offering great values on jewelry you typically won't see in other stores. From antique and estate to our own custom designs. From decadent to affordable, you never know what you'll find on your next visit to DNS. And if you have unwanted, broken, or out of style jewelry, we can purchase it, consign it, or help you repurpose it. DNS Diamonds, where the end stands for Newton. 144 Market Street between Neil Bellas and the Great American Cookies. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As hospitals in Mississippi near what some refer to as a breaking point, University of Mississippi Medical Center will reopen its 50-bed Med 1 facility in a parking garage to create additional bed space. We're looking at both a mixture of inpatient beds and outpatient uh, treatment bays. Uh, It'll be a little bit of a hybrid. Uh, Some of that will depend on the actual composition of the team when they get here. Dr. Jonathan Wilson says a disaster medical assistance team will begin arriving by Thursday and they can begin seeing patients by Friday. And the former director of the Mississippi Fair Commission has been sentenced on prostitution charges. 56-year-old Stephen Hutton will spend one year in prison after pleading guilty to one count of promoting prostitution in a Madison County court on Monday. He was arrested in April of 2020 and was fired from the commission immediately after. What do members of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation look like? We have members from every corner of Mississippi from all walks of life. All over the state, we see two types of memberships, active members of the farming community and associate members who utilize Farm Bureau services like insurance. All memberships support Mississippi agriculture. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Hey, it's Lucky Buck, and I'm here to tell you about a new holiday. And unlike National Selfie Day, this one actually makes sense. It's First Tuesday. On the first Tuesday of every month, the Mississippi Lottery introduces new scratch-off games, and that is a reason to celebrate. So try your luck with fresh scratch-offs each month. And hey, take a selfie while you're playing. Oh, hold on. That one may be a keeper. Have fun, y'all. Must be 21 or over to play. Gambling problem? Call 888-777-9696. As redistricting hearings continue following the completion of the 2020 census, Senator Bryce Wiggins says the data shows a shift in the state's population. In terms of population, South Mississippi and North Mississippi have increased while the Delta has lost population and the other parts of the state have overall stayed the same. So far, three hearings have been held with six more scheduled to take place. And the state auditor's office has released its annual expectations report, which shows violations of the law or accounting errors resulting in the misspending of public funds. The report includes all new demands issued in the last fiscal year and updates on old unsettled cases like the beef plant fiasco in 2004. State Auditor Shad White said for FY 2021, nearly 400% more stolen and misspent taxpayer money was identified last year than the year before. To see the county-by-county report, visit supertalk.fm. 
With a historical barrier gone and a new state flag flying, it's the dawn of a new day and new opportunity for Mississippi. The Mississippi Economic Council has identified three areas vital for shaping our future, bolstering education and workforce development, enhancing our business climate, and keeping and attracting the best and brightest talent to build a stronger, more competitive state. Thanks to a sponsorship from Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi, MEC will be meeting with leaders across the state to develop a plan for securing our future. For more, visit MEC.MS. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Real talk for real Mississippians. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. What we're going to do right here is go back. And now back to back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling. On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Talk Mississippi with you streaming at supertalk.fm. Thank you for being with us on this Wednesday, middle of the week. Glad to have you along for the ride. Coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit PearlRiverResort.com. Pearl River Resort, home of the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge and the world-renowned Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. It is hot out there. But just around the corner, we have fall golf. Look, golf course is in fine condition right now, even with the heat. Hey, look at the 10-day forecast, man. Got some... It's like 89. Relatively speaking, for this time of year, cooler days ahead, mid to yeah, upper got, 80s. You got to like, quantify that. Yeah. Yeah, relatively speaking. Somebody told me yesterday I had to check the dew point when I was talking about how thick and sticky it was. So the uh, the evening dog walk last night, 950, 82 degrees, felt like 89, humidity at 77%, dew point was 74. It well, there you go. was thick outside. I don't know but, what the dew point means. Like, what is it? What, why is, or how is that different of a measurement than humidity? Like, do, can... Is it a different feeling or or what? I've never like heard it before until yesterday. That's one of those things that um, like meteorologists love to give you when they're giving you all the different stats. Uh, all right, here's what weather.gov says. Dew point is the temperature the air needs to be cooled to in order to achieve a relative humidity of 100%. At this point, the air cannot hold more water in the gas form. If the air were to be cooled even more, water vapor would have to come out of the atmosphere in the liquid form, usually as fog or precipitation. The higher the dew point rises, the greater the amount of moisture in the air. This directly affects how comfortable it will feel outside. See, I thought that was humidity. I thought the humidity was moisture in the atmosphere, a measure of how comfortable you were outside. 
guess I'm probably right there. Let's see here. Relative humidity, the ratio of water vapor in the air to the maximum amount of water vapor in the air that could be present if the air were completely saturated. Science Talk Mississippi. I mean, I'm, I'm learning so much. So... I guess what I'm confused at is the listener, well, you have to redo point. Those kind of sound like they're both measurements of relatively the same thing, you know? Dew point is an absolute measure of how much moisture is in the air, and humidity is how wet the air feels. Okay. So Maybe. <laughs> what's the difference? They're yeah, both, it's, it's, they're both it's terrible to be how when they're hot and sticky. <laughs> And uh, this time of year, we just uh, we get a whole lot of it. I know a lot of people agreeing with you, Borky. Me too, Michael. Me too. Been wrong all these years, and I finally found out on the educational program, Sports Talk Mississippi. You're welcome. If nothing you else, you learned says, something today. Jackson feels like 110 and humid. I'm not comfortable outside in Jackson right now. Dew point is the moisture in the air. We get a message that says anything over 70 is miserable. Yeah. So we're always Ooh, Kelso, smart guy Kelso. He does atmosphere stuff, flies in hurricanes and whatnot. Says the dew point goes into the equation for relative humidity. All right, then I'll just stick with humidity. There you go. It's thick and sticky is the bottom line. Yeah, morning run this morning was not fun at all. Good for you for getting one. Yeah, trying. Uh... Ceasefire text line is open, 601-879-4395, 601-879-4395. Jeff in Oxford says the dew point divided by the temperature gives you your relative humidity. There you go. Now, uh, We've learned so much today. Hey, we do weather pretty good around here. We do. Especially bad weather. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fall. The, the point I was making in all of that, by the way, was that fall will be here before long, and fall golf is my absolute favorite thing. Oh, just love it. And you're thinking about a fall golf trip with your buddies? Why not think about a uh, weekend trip to Pearl River Resort? Get a couple of rounds of golf in, get some time at the sports book, get some time at the Golden Moon, get a steak at Philip M's, maybe a nice heavy lunch or brunch on Sunday at Mama and M. Few wagers, watch some ball. Yeah. Tell me that doesn't sound like a weekend. Well, I mean, what a weekend. So you drive in on Friday night. Yep. And you play the slots, blackjack, whatever. You know, you, you actually like partake in the casino side of the casino. You wake up in the morning with like a, you know, 8.45 tea time, right? You get done. And that might be a little late. That's early for Hey Dad, but a little late for me. I, I would go for like 7.30 tea time. Ugh. Get done right as college football starting. You hang out at the sports book for the rest of the day. Betting on college football, watching college football, eating. You wake up in the morning. You have breakfast. You collect your winnings if they exist, which is unlikely, and then you drive home. That is a good weekend right there. You drive home Sunday morning. Yes, after after breakfast and after you collect your winnings if you have some. And if you really wanted to go crazy, you might take Friday off, get in at lunchtime, get an afternoon 18 in, have a great dinner Friday night, play 18 on Saturday morning, 
do the sports book thing, hang out at the casino, great dinner at Philip M's on Saturday night, a little more football, wake up Sunday morning, maybe you play golf, maybe you don't, perhaps a little NFL, and then a late checkout on uh, on Sunday. Just some ideas, throwing them out there. Uh, check it out at PearlRiverResort.com. I told you we wanted to play this. Zach Wilson, rookie quarterback. You expect to hear rookie quarterbacks just kind of speak without saying anything. Like, they've been coached to talk without saying anything. The question you'll hear at the very beginning is to Zach Wilson, hey, are you just trying some things in practice to kind of see what works? Here's his response. In practice, how much are you kind of... No, yeah, for sure. And you know, taking care of the ball is is 100% a quarterback's job. And and one of my goals when I came out here uh, and I got drafted was just like, how can I adapt to this NFL game as quickly as I can? And I, I can't be afraid to make mistakes, especially in practice. You know, this isn't a game. This is where I'm learning what I can get get away with and what I can't. And so. You know, there's times where, you know, maybe in a real game, I probably wouldn't throw that. But but it's times where I'm like, well, well, let me try right here and see what I can get away with. And it's, you know, as we get closer to game, you have to start teaching yourself. You know, in that situation, you know what, CJ got a, got a hand on it. He made the play. And so it's like, okay, well, next time in that situation, that same look, I'm going to check the ball down. And so uh, that's what we practice for us to, to be able to play situations out like that. Is that not incredible insight? I don't know yeah. that I mean, that makes all the sense in the world, but I don't know that I've ever heard a quarterback, rookie or otherwise, describe practice in that way. I love that. The New York football Jets are doing a lot of competent things. And hug your loved ones and, you know, really tight tonight. Because the world might be coming to an end. I mean, first the Cleveland Grounds have maybe the most talented roster in the NFL. It's possible. And now, and now the, it looks like the Jets, with the hiring of Robert Sala and the drafting of Zach Wilson and Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore, by the way, is having a great camp for the Jets. I mean, no surprise there. The Saints could really use him right now, but yeah, you know, we've got a rotation so of defensive ends. Yeah, they could. They definitely could. It's crazy, though, uh, how competent the Jets are right now. I'm telling you, hug your kids. I mean, th- this is unheard of territory. The aliens are coming. The world is ending. Um, an asteroid is on its way, and we don't have the crew from Apollo 13 to go up there and blow it up. It's coming to an end. The Jets have... Have you listened to an interview of Robert Saleh? Any interview? He's, he's brilliant. He's a smart guy. I mean, they've made good acquisitions. Like, everything is making sense for the Jets, which means nothing else in society is making sense. And, this is, and hold your kids tight tonight. This is a, this is a, I don't know if reaction is the right word, but fans have reached their tipping points. It's, it's so expensive to go to games nowadays. Nobody's going to continue to buy season tickets and, and pay for things if the team isn't any good. They're not going to watch them even. They've had enough. It's just it's just too expensive. So these franchises have finally figured out. Hey, I can't just keep using this team as my tax write off and keep you know having this as a status symbol. I actually got to try. The Browns have gotten there. The Jets look like they're getting there. We'll see if the Bengals can get there next. That'll be the real test. Jaguars. I feel hey, like the Jaguars have competent now. leadership. Yeah, I don't know about Urban, but I feel like their ownership is at least competent. 
You mean the London Jaguars? <laughs> they might be. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We've got some camp audio for you coming up after this. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Richland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking in on your afternoon commute so far, a smooth ride with no reports of any accidents or major congestion. But if you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526. 601-355-8526. Or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Get ready, Greater Jackson area. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show is coming for two big days, only at the Trademark Building on the fairgrounds. Show hours are Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealers' tables available, full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun books, camouflage, jewelry, and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade, or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission just $9 for adults, $2 for kids ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got any guns to sell be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show thousands of buyers will be there instant background checks available for gun purchases the big one the great southern gun and knife show this weekend saturday nine to five sunday ten to five at the trademark building on the fairgrounds take the high street exit off i-55 and follow the signs exercise your right to keep and bear arms while you're there be sure to register for the door prize see you this weekend at the big one sure as shooting don't Don't miss miss it. it Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Ream, the new degree of comfort. Find out what's happening in Mississippi politics and what it means to you on the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here, Sports Talk Mississippi. You like this show, huh? Yeah! Super Talk Mississippi.
We continue our daily stops in Starkville and in Oxford. As long as coaches and players continue talking after practice, we're going to continue bringing it to you. All guests, by the way, appear on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Let's go to Starkville. Eric Millay is the running backs coach for Mississippi State, and yesterday he talked about the guys in the backfield. Yeah, a couple of the running backs that have some retention. How do you feel like the, your group has performed so far? Yeah, I think definite improvement from uh, you know the spring to the fall camp at this point, and uh, those two older guys uh, that are that are redshirt freshmen at this point, or I guess the, the COVID freshmen, uh, are really making some gains and kind of the, the make and miss and uh, change of direction stuff. Look a little more explosive out there. Uh, so I'm happy to see from them. And then two new young guys, two new true freshmen, kind of uh, learning the ropes and uh, the playbook at the same time, but uh, integrating well you know, so far the first few days. How often is it that you bring in those new guys that don't have that experience receiving and that you have to kind of teach them that in this offense? Yeah, they'll, they'll catch a ton of balls. You know, that part, you know, you just make sure they're a good athlete. You know, we, can, we can teach them make sure how to uh, you know, soften up their hands a little bit, but repetition is going to get that, that uh, better and better all the time. So uh, both those guys caught the ball well coming out of high school. Um, uh, Simeon, bunch of catches, played some receiver, uh, bull, same thing. They give him the ball a bunch of different ways. So, um, so far, I don't, I don't think they've dropped any balls. Those two young guys too, and that's kind of something we we keep a chart of. So it's been good. Speaking of bull, you you were a guy that he was your guy. You went you went and got him. Not just your area recruiting, but your position. What made him so attractive, and how do you feel now that he's here? Uh, yeah, lucked out on that one. I think you know the guy who had a bunch of offers, but. Uh, um, you know, had a little ding his senior year. You go back and watch his junior year film, and that's kind of what we look for in this offense: guys that can uh, make people miss, guys that can hit home runs. Uh, his track season year, we ran a 10-5. Came out here, got time to workouts, run, run the sub 4-4. So um, once he gets that playbook up, and once he can play fast, you know, as fast as he can run, um, he's, he's going to be a problem for some people. You know, and um, Simeon too. You know, uh, Coach Spurrier found him down in, in Pensacola. There, uh, got a chance to watch his film. And anytime you get a dynamic athlete like like he is. Um, I can easily make him into a running back, and he came in at 215 pounds, so it was already a guy who's physically ready to play right away. Woody obviously added 10, 15 pounds of muscle this offseason. How has that changed the way he runs the ball? Yeah, I mean, he always ran with some power, you know, but you know, coming in as a true freshman, playing a you know all SEC schedule, and you know, he took some shots last year, so I think that was uh, uh, I was poking fun at him in a meeting room yesterday. He's got his Iron Man suit on now, so he doesn't get hit as much, you know, uh, but. You see some guys kind of bouncing off him, and he's a little more confident running the ball, and now you're starting to see his uh, explosiveness showing up a little more in the second level. Um, so, yeah, to get through those breaking those arm tackles and uh, run through people now. There's that balls in the flats, handoffs, you know, some shovel passes I, I noticed today. I mean, how, how versatile do you, do you think this group is and how they can be, you know, included in this offense? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to put a limit on what they can do, you know, but it's uh, it's about touches, not just rushes for us in this offense. So let's get the guy the ball in a bunch of different ways. Let's get him good matchups, right? We get a big old linebacker on him. Let's let's put those guys in space and see if we can tackle them and, um, you know, run between the tackles and run past people and do all those things. So um, as long as, you, you know, you can catch like, like we asked before, you you can catch the ball, you're going to get the ball. You know, that, that's your extended handoff, that's your toss sweep, uh, all those things. How much do you think that that helps prepare them for the NFL just the way the NFL is evolving? That's a fantastic recruiting question. All right, so all your recruits out there, um, it's absolutely going to prepare you for the NFL. That's why I get a chuckle sometimes when you talk about recruiting running backs into the air raid. Then you turn on the film and watch the Kansas City Chiefs or you watch the New England Patriots. You watch these teams that, you know, consistently are playoff teams or in the Super Bowl. You've got to be a three-down back, right? You have to be able to run the ball. You have to be able to pass protect. You have to be able to catch the ball at the backfield. So um, they're going to showcase all three of those skills. They're going to do all three things. Guys don't have to ask questions about it. They don't have to project. They can see it on film. And uh, 
and then get yourself to the next level. And play the next play is a phrase that's just such kind of a core part of the philosophy here. Um, how do you think the players are improving and rebounding, kind of shaking off whenever there's a bad play before? Yeah, I think a lot better. You know, so you get a full year to kind of us to preach in our message, and now you hear it back from them, um, which is good. You know, Dylan had a long run today's practice. Um, I ran out of wind chasing him, you know, 70 yards downfield, but they had to tell me to play the next play, coach, you know, because I'm all excited, but now, now I can't even focus on the next one. But um, good play or bad play, right? You know, you score a touchdown or you have a bad play, the only thing that matters is the next one. So they've been doing a good job with that. That's Eric Malay. He is the running backs coach at Mississippi State. That is a position group coach that sometimes has got to scratch his head and be like, yeah, can, can I get a play called for my guys every now and then? But that there was some insight there into the way that they look at the running game and the way they're approaching recruiting running backs, Aiden. Yeah, and first off, do you need me to go through the nicknames with you again on this one? There are a couple in there. Yeah, go ahead and do it. Okay, so Bull is Katravian Hargrove, the true freshman out of Ruston, and Woody is a, the nickname for Jaquavius Marks. So Woody and Bull. Woody and Bull. Uh State's running backs are an interesting group. I think they were. What was the linebacker ta- yesterday? Was it Book? Buki. Buki. Don't forget Dollar Bill. Dollar Bill's on this team. Don't forget Dollar, Dollar, Dollar Bill. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. Dollar. There's an R. He, he's very specific about that. Um, the running backs. This yeah, is an interesting group. <laughs> yes. Where were we going? Uh, I think they're a talented group. But when you, you when you get ninety plus touches with your back to the defense when you receive the ball, I mean, what are you going to do? And that's what happened last year more often than not with Marks and with Johnson when they would catch the football. They caught ninety passes between them, but how many of those were just dump offs where it was the fifth option and and the the linebackers already closing in on them? I think Marks averaged four point six yards per catch, not per carry, which would be fine, per catch, which is not good at all. Um, State has got to find a way to get those those guys the ball facing downhill. That's why we, we, we keep coming back to this option look they're throwing out. That's a great way to do that. I challenge our listeners to do this, because I do it a lot during the games. Watch a State play and watch the running back out of the backfield and tell me how many times he's just wide open. If that was the first look, if Rodgers took the snap, turned, and threw out in the flat, State would have big chunks of yardage. But all year last year, it was just it was the check down of the check down after two or three seconds in the pocket, and by that time that you couldn't make a play. So state is that's the challenge for Mississippi State this year. You've got Marks and Johnson are good backs. I like the freshmen, but they're freshmen, and I mean third string running back in a Mike Leach system is like a seventh string running back just about anywhere else. You might carry the ball five times. So state's got to find a way with Marks and Johnson to get them the ball in space going downhill. If they can do that, those guys are capable of being, you know, quality players. They could combine for 1200, 1300 yards, you know, all-purpose yards, which would be great. But if if you can't do that and it's more of the same, well, I mean, at that point they they're, they're just they're just not any good to you. And to me, and I know it's not exactly the way the offense is formatted, but if you decide that one of those running backs is one of the best playmakers on your team, is as gifted in terms of making guys miss and having positive yards, then some of the time that swing pass out of the backfield 
has got to be not a check down, but a first option, right? Yeah, I agree. Like, like you I scheme agree. to get the ball to certain players that have the chance, have a chance to make plays in the open field. I would like to see some more design plays for Mississippi State's running backs. Yeah, in the passing game, for sure. Some screens, some some you know some quick check downs. Some you know everybody talks. They use the, uh, the 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 what is the line? State uses or Mike Leach uses the the short pass as the running plays. Those are his sweeps. Well, find a way to use those sweeps. I don't think State did a very good job of that last year. I don't think State did it. I don't think State did right by its running backs last year. I, w- I would put it that way. I mean, I felt you bad. Know, the for other thing that I would be time. curious about is if that mm-hmm. loosens things up at all in the secondary, especially with some underneath routes. If you have to have a linebacker accounting for that running back yeah. out of the backfield as a primary option, as opposed to just a check down where you're kind of funneling stuff that direction, it would have to, wouldn't it? I mean. If it's one of those things where I'm reading the quarterback and he's making his way over to the running back, so I'm the linebacker, I'm funneling that way. That's one thing. But if I'm going there quick as a linebacker, I got to be aware of that. So yeah, I think that you could absolutely see some things open up over the middle by just throwing out to the flats a little quicker. After the break, we're going to hear from Jason Washington as well, who is the safeties coach at Mississippi State. A little bit of a uh, defensive side of the coin. Yesterday, Will Hall was not pleased with how practice began in Hattiesburg. Yesterday marked the fifth practice of fall camp for Southern Miss. Training camp, Richard. I'm just reading directly from their release, okay? I know. And it was a, uh, a Tuesday morning. They moved over to the game field, and Will Hall did not like what he saw. He did not see the standard over the first portion of practice. And so 15 minutes in, you know what he did? He blew the whistle, and they started back at period one. Will Hall said afterward, it was kind of a sluggish start, and we weren't really ready to go. So what did we do? We started that thing over. The standard is the standard. We aren't going to meet the standard. We aren't going to waste time. We started over, and our leader stepped up, And we got going after that. That was yesterday in uh, practice number five for Southern Miss. They had today off and will return to fall work, training camp work, tomorrow morning. Full pads for the very first time tomorrow in Hattiesburg. We'll hear from Jason Washington on the Farm Bureau phone line after this. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 96. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 75. A 40% chance of rain for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 95. And finally, Friday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, sunny skies, high near 95. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. 
I'm here with John Ravenstein, and John, you sure seem to love what you do. What's not to love? <laughs> Working with diamonds and gemstones? Ever since I was a kid, growing up in Northeast Jackson, I dreamed of being a jeweler. <laughs> you knew that early on what you wanted to be in life? I would ride my bike every day after school, mm -hmm. all the way down to my parents' store on Capitol Street to clean the jewelry cases, just to see every diamond I could. It was amazing. <laughs> like a kid in a candy store, huh? And right then I knew. It was either that or a rock star. I didn't know you could sing. You know, I can't. That's why I'm a jeweler. <laughs> I don't know, John. If you think about it, you got thousands of fans. Yeah. And women who adore you. <laughs> okay. You're a rock star. I guess you're right. And these, these are my Rolling Stones. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with office this is in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As hospitals in Mississippi near what some refer to as a breaking point, University of Mississippi Medical Center will reopen its 50-bed Med 1 facility in a parking garage to create additional bed space. We're looking at both a mixture of inpatient beds and outpatient uh, treatment bays. Uh, it'll little, be a little bit of a hybrid. Uh, some of that will depend on the actual composition of the team when they get here. Dr. Jonathan Wilson says a disaster medical assistance team will begin arriving by Thursday, and they can begin seeing patients by Friday. And the former director of the Mississippi Fair Commission has been sentenced on prostitution charges. 56-year-old Stephen Hutton will spend one year in prison after pleading guilty to one count of promoting prostitution in a Madison County court on Monday. He was arrested in April of 2020 and was fired from the commission immediately after. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. In addition, join the Grammy Museum Monday, August 16th, for words and music by singer-songwriter Keith Sykes. And on Sunday, August 22nd, for MTV Stories on Screen, I Still Want My MTV, featuring post-screenings by director Patrick Waldrop. For more details or how to purchase tickets for MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, or other August programs, go to GrammyMuseumMississippi.org or visit Grammy Museum Mississippi on Facebook or Instagram. 
Mississippi, the place you call home, is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3, on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Always good to be with you. Middle of the week, weekend just around the corner. Hey, Dad, taking a couple of days off the rest of the way, but absolutely refuses to tell us what he is going to do, so whatever. It's fine. We talk about what I'm doing right now, if you want. Uh, Let me guess, you're watching soccer. Oh, it's back, baby. We are in penalties here at the Super Cup. who's, Who's playing? Chelsea and Villarreal. Hmm. So this is the Champions. first match of the new season, right? No, this is it's sort of a preseason thing, but you get a trophy if you win it. It's the winner of the Champions League versus the winner of the Europa League. They play it every year. When is the regular season? Starts tomorrow. Or starts tomorrow. Starts Saturday. And that is the Champions League? That's the Premier League. Okay. Premier League starts on Saturday. Yeah. Everybody's 0-0 going into that. Correct. O O and O actually. Yeah, you got draws, yeah. And how many matches over the course of the regular season? 38. Oh. Kind of split what? Pre-first of the year and post-first of the year? Yeah, more or less. I mean, there's some international breaks in there, but yeah. I mean, it runs August through May, basically. And then if you finish in the top something of the mm-hmm. Premier League, you get to play in the Champions League? Well, yeah, but it's based on last year. So the top four of last year's Premier League are in this year's Champions League. When is that? Uh, the draw is on the 26th, so I imagine it starts uh, late September. So that runs concurrently with the Premier League? Mm-hmm. Do they get paid differently, or is that just part of their salary? Just part of their salary. So, other than the right. fact that you're I'm getting sure a trophy, some bonuses. yeah, I was gonna say, other than the fact that you're trying to play for a different trophy, mm-hmm. it kind of sucks to be in the Champions League because you work more for the same pay. Well, there's also the prestige of winning the Champions League and being on the best team in Europe. Yes, I'm talking about I, bank account. I mean, like I said, I'm sure there's some sort of everybody has a bonus for Champions League play, or there might be something in everybody's contract that if you make Champions League, you know, Champions League pays a lot of money to the teams. You want to get there. Teams that don't play in the Champions League are the teams that, you know, struggle to stay up every year. How many matches are there during the Champions League season? Uh, if you, let's say like Chelsea, they, they, they won last year. So you play, uh, in your group, you'll play a total of six games. And if you advance out of that, then you have round of 32 quarterfinals, or sorry, round of 16 quarterfinals, uh, so two, two, eight, fourteen games. 
I'm oh, sorry, 13 games. It's only the finals a, a single game. Okay, fair enough. Saturday, and August that 28th. Was talking soccer. Yeah, Saturday, August 28th. Harry Connick Jr. will be live at the Brandon Amphitheater. Tickets for the show are on sale at Ticketmaster and at the Brandon Amphitheater box office. If you get the Super Talk app, you have a chance to win a pair of tickets to see Harry Connick Jr. Again, it's August 28th, Super Talk app. Click on Contest, enter your info for a chance to win a pair of tickets. If you don't have the app, get it. It's free. Apple App Store, Google Play, if you don't mind, give us a five-star review, and uh, you can check out all the rules and regulations at supertalk.fm. Ceasefire text line, where is Ian Banner when you need him? Sir Ian! We need I'd him rather back. watch my neighbor's dog bark for three hours than watch <laughs> soccer. <laughs> Good for Chris you. Chris Boonville says that Hey Dad and Rhino need a soccer segment. Buddy, that yeah. opening weekend of college football season. So we've got Saturday with Mississippi State and Southern Miss starting, obviously, for local interest. And then, you know, Clemson, Georgia, rather significant. Alabama, Miami, also up there. Uh, the Raging Cajuns at Texas. You know, big games like that. And then Monday, Ole Miss Louisville. Sandwiched yeah. in between the two is the first World Cup qualifying game in Nashville, U.S. and Canada. That's a nice. weekend of awesome with stress sandwiched in between the two awesome. Like, if the food I'm going to eat a- that weekend will not be heart attack inducing, and it will, that, that Sunday... It's going to be an outstanding weekend of athleticism. And the soccer game. Chris and Boone will say he'll be there. <laughs> nice. I'm thinking about it. For the World Cup qualifier. I'm thinking about it. It's just a six-ish hour drive from where I sit. And i got to be back in time on Monday to work, obviously. So, I don't know. Do you love America or not? I do, and it's the closest I'll get to see them. I mean, I've done the show without you two. I know Richard will be in Atlanta that day, so, I mean, just go My plan is to be here for part of the show that day, though, from Atlanta. I mean, I can't stay the entire time, but certainly I want to be there for the first hour and a half or so. There you go. Hey, uh, I think we've still got time. Let's check in with the defensive side of things for Mississippi State. Jason Washington is the safeties coach. What did he have to say? Uh, you know, about a week now to see your guys. I mean, how would you kind of uh, assess where they are right now? Uh, I think they're moving along pretty good. Uh, you know, just our biggest thing is just continue to work on consistency, uh, understanding formations and, and getting lined up, uh, just some doing some little things to allow us to be successful. But overall, as a group, I think they're working hard. Uh, guys are supporting each other, getting each other right whenever something does go bad. Um, but uh, I think they're doing well. Last year you were down five safeties at one point. How does it feel just to have some numbers out here where you can kind of rotate and get quality reps? Oh, it feels amazing. Um, just uh, being able to have, I think it's 14 guys out here right now. So uh, obviously um, being able to teach technique and uh, do some of those things a little bit further advanced uh, with a lot of those guys that were able to get some reps. And so uh, now we're not just teaching all the little things. Now we're teaching a lot of the fundamentals and that type of stuff. So it's been good having uh, some, some bodies there in that room. 
How much did you work with Jalen Green in Texas? And I know he's converting over from cornerback to safety. How big is that for him, and how has he looked so far? Uh, first, uh, it's it's huge. It's huge to have him here. Uh, I think he's uh, a blessing to this room, of course. Um, and, of course, that Texas had an opportunity to work with him, but at corner. Uh, and so moving from corner to safety is a, a huge difference. Um, just uh, moving inside, it's, it's a totally different world. So um, we're continuing to try to work on consistency with him, uh, just understanding, trying to get out of some of the, the corner habits and get more into the uh, into the safety habits and all the field that he's got to cover and, uh, of course, formations and alignments. But uh, he's doing well, and I've been pleased with his progression. I think Colin Duncan mentioned that Jalen really brings in a, a unique one-on-one presence that maybe some of the other safeties don't have. I mean, what kind of luxury does that kind of give you with him? Yeah, well, it, it, it provides a lot. Uh, you know, Jalen's a big hands-on guy and uh, likes to try to get his hands on receivers and that type of stuff. And so um, from his corner skills that he's had, now what we're trying to work and develop is playing off uh, with a lot of space. But, uh, you know, if he's able to get your hand and get his hands on you and, and that type of stuff, he's pretty dominant. You echo what Coach Leach said yesterday just about inconsistency so far. What do you think, I, I guess, is the key at this point of fall camp to try to build that consistency a little bit? Yeah, big things, attention to detail. Um, you know, just making sure that every little thing from his eyes, steps, uh, alignments uh, are correct. And I think our offense has done a great job. Those receivers there are uh, pressuring us and giving us a great job and great looks. And so from Wally to uh, Jameer and the rest of those guys, they're doing a good job. And so uh, I tell May, it, it's got to be a test each and every day because uh, those guys are going to allow you an opportunity to get better. So it's been good. You think those details just come with more reps, I guess? As, absolutely, as absolutely. More reps, more reps. And, and then after practice, uh, working on technique and uh, alignment and then getting in the film room and just watching and correcting uh, uh, what we got to correct. And then let's bring this out to the field, what we got to correct. So that was Jason Washington, the safeties coach. The headline grabbers for the secondary for Mississippi State are Martin Emerson and Emmanuel Forbes, right? I mean, those are the guys yeah. that everybody is talking about. There's more to a secondary than just two lockdown corners, and health was such an issue there. It's funny, I was looking at the roster, and, I mean, there are a whole bunch of guys with S next to their name. That's what he was talking about, what, 14 guys out there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird in that the, the, that group has a lot of experience. I mean, a lot of experience, but there's not a star there. There's not a uh, Jonathan Abram or, or anything like that in, in that group at this time. And it, could somebody develop like that? Yeah, Jalen Green's probably the most likely candidate just based off his recruiting profile. But, you know, C.J. Morgan has played a ton of games. Fred Peters has played a ton of games. Sean Preston played a lot last year. Um, Colin Duncan was a really London good Kraft player. London Kraft has played significant. London Kraft, and, and it, yeah, and he, he was a starter last year. I don't know that he's a starter this year, though. I think, you know, I think this year he's probably a, a, a depth guy. So we'll just have to see, but there's like I said, there's a ton of experience there. They need somebody to step up and become a, a, a star there, and it, I think Green could be that dudes, guy. But, hey, Dad. I mean, yeah. Jalen Green, the senior transfer from Texas. Yeah. Sean Preston's a redshirt junior. Mm-hmm. Colin Duncan is a junior. Mm-hmm. Kyle Cass uh, from Mississippi right. Delta is a redshirt junior. Probably not in the mix, right? Right now. But Peters is a, a senior. London Morgan Kraft is a senior. Is a fifth year senior. Morgan yeah. is a fifth year senior. Landon Gidry's a fifth year senior. Jay Jemison's a fifth year senior. Yeah. Fred Peters is a senior. A lot of guys. And you think Jalen Green's the one that emerges as the, the starter out of that group at free safety? I think so, for sure. Yeah, he'll definitely start. It's just a question of how can he be a, a difference maker. I think he can. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll wrap up the 4 o'clock hour when we come back.
Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Richland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking in on your afternoon commute so far a smooth ride with no reports of any accidents or major congestion. But if you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team, 601-966-8233, or go to nomoreroofleak.com, nomoreroofleak.com. Speaking to all men, if you're a stickler about your ride or your car looking just right, then why don't you take better care of yourself? Man Up MD is a concierge medical clinic, tailor-made for men of all ages. We offer convenient same-day appointments with personalized primary care and treatment plans designed for you to reclaim your energy and performance. Man Up MD can have you tuned up and ready for rocking down the highway. Check us out online at menshealthms.com. Business is built on connections. And with Square, you can connect every side of your business with tools that all work together. From your customers and your sales to your staff and your schedules, everything is in sync. So you can get a head start on shaping what's to come. See how Square can help connect every side of your business by visiting square.com slash go slash connect. That's square.com slash go slash connect. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabbs Fleet. Call the Rogers Dabbs Business Elite Fleet Team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabbs.com. Rogers Dabbs Chevrolet. Find new roads. As a farmer, I, I grow U.S. farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. Hi, I'm Luke Smelly, and I'm Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. 
lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Seaspire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Seaspire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at seaspirebusiness.com. All the folks in the Capital City metro area love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. So you won. Day one, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. So uh, your guys get a uh, participation trophy, huh? Well, I mean, they actually won the game. I understand. So you had to win a tournament to get into this game, which they won. And now they've won this game. Win, 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 win. Oh, that's, that's, that's all we do in, in West London. Yeah. Except when you don't. Well, you know, it happens. Are they going to repeat this year? As Champions League winners, man, that's a tough, that's, that's tough. I don't, I don't, I would be surprised if they did. Okay. Ceasefire text line open at 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. Borky, there is a poll question that you have published out in the Twitterverse. And a good one. Yeah, what number will be greater? Jaden Wally receiving yards or team rushing yards for Mississippi State? What number will be greater? Ooh. As a team, will Mississippi State rush for over 1,000 yards? Uh, be close to it if they're good. I mean, that's, that's around what a leech team is going to rush for. 80 a game? When they're good, yeah. 80, 85 a game. If, <laughs> State gets, if State's rushing 85 yards a game, I feel pretty good about this offense. Jaden Wiley go for 1,000 yards this year? We have to play this game where it's, you know, assuming everything happens correctly, Right. So assuming that the Mike Leach offense looks like a Mike Leach offense, yes, he should go over 1,000 yards this year. And would be the, we did this not too long ago, third receiver in state history yeah. to go for 1,000 yards in a season? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did he have against Ole Miss last year? Oh, I'd have to look. He was over 100. I was he was over 100. He was over 200. I want to say, oh, no, he wasn't over 200, no. No. He was any second now, I'm going to be able to tell you. So nine, uh... nine for 176. Okay. His last, you know, the, if you look at the regular season, the last four games, because they, they didn't throw the ball well in the bowl game when it was pouring down rain. Seven for 115, nine for 176, eight for 100, five for 129. So I'll tell you if he keeps up that pace. I mean, that's against, you know, I know Ole Miss wasn't very good defensively. I know Missouri was uh, 
sort of decimated by injury at that point. But Auburn and Georgia were good defenses, and he hit them for 215 yards. So hmm. we'll see. I, I, f- I feel pretty confident that that Wally's over a thousand. Assuming everything else works. I mean, if he keeps up that kind of pace, and I know it's hard to keep up that kind of pace over the course of an entire season, that's a nearly 1,500-yard receiving season. Yeah. Yeah. Like greatest single season in Mississippi State history. Again, and and this is sort of the discussion. We had this a lot last year, uh, you know, prior to, especially when Mike Leach was first hired, so prior to the pandemic really starting, but... A complete Mike Leach season where one quarterback gets most of the snaps and things work the way they're supposed to work should completely rewrite the Mississippi State passing record book. All of your passing single-season passing and receiving records should fall in one year. Yes. So Now, single game? I already did one. I don't know that 623 is going to fall anytime soon. I think, the, I think it's 250-something. I'm not 100% sure what it is for a receiver. But in a non-conference game, if you hit a couple of big plays, you got an opportunity to do that. Hey, my um, kind of outlandish projecting last week or two weeks ago with regard to Will Rogers, when I gave mm-hmm. you the if, 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 but one of the ifs looks like it's going to be out of the way. It was if Will Rogers is the starter, and if he stays healthy, and if he plays this uh, well this year, then he probably locks it up for three more years, and you reminded me that last year doesn't even count, so he's got four full years remaining. Right. It's not as outlandish as some on the ceasefire text line made it out to be that Will Rogers could potentially finish as the all-time leading passer in the SEC. A lot has to go right. You know, oh, staying healthy is, is Health at the top of the list. list. And then, you know, that this works. We, we don't know that the Mike Leach offense is going to work just yet in the SEC. But if it does, then yeah. I mean, he's going to be close to 4,000-plus passing yards. And if he has a crazy year where he throws for 46, 4,700, yeah. He's going to have a great opportunity to get there. 46, 4,700, you're talking about 400 yards a game. I know, but, I mean, it's happened before with Leach. I know it wasn't in the SEC, but it has happened. Yeah, it, throwing for 400 a game in the SEC strikes me, you know, averaging well, I mean, that over the course of the year strikes me as... I, I get what you're saying, but what if it's, it's hard to do? 400 yards passing, and you're only averaging 50 yards rushing a game. That's 450 a game. That's not an outlandish number. Two hours in the books. Five o'clock hour coming up. College football fix is next. I'm Steve Rappaport. A judge orders former President Trump's accounting firm to turn over some of his financial records to a U.S. House committee. Judge Maytut's decision stemmed from a 7-2 Supreme Court ruling requiring more clarity as to why the House needed the papers. The former president has long resisted handing over his financial records. The Manhattan DA is already in possession of Trump's tax returns. Fox's Gernal Scott. 
The Pentagon requiring military service members to get vaccinated against COVID-19 starting September 15th. They're not going to throw them in the brig, at least not right away anyway. The Pentagon is mulling over what to do with service members who refuse to roll up their sleeves. 74% of the Navy is already vaccinated against the coronavirus leading the armed forces. 64% of the Air Force, nearly 60% of the Marines, but only half the U.S. Army. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Two weeks after Mississippi's giant house party, COVID-19 cases are spreading in Neshoba County. Data compiled by the New York Times shows that Neshoba currently leads the country in cases per 100,000 people. At 262, this represents a 626% increase over the past 14 days. The Neshoba County Fair saw thousands of people gather together on the fairgrounds inside the county where just 22% of residents are fully vaccinated. And Tropical Storm Fred is predicted to reach Florida this weekend, but it's not expected to impact Mississippi. While it's unlikely to reach hurricane strength, the National Hurricane Prediction Center doesn't believe it will lose any force when it crosses the Caribbean islands before reaching the Florida Keys possibly Friday night. Fred's center will likely stay in the Gulf of Mexico off Florida's west coast. Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk Mississippi News. Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. This is a big deal. Now at healthcare.gov, millions more people can afford health coverage. Due to the COVID relief law, four out of five customers can get a plan for under $10 a month with financial help. For doctor visits to preventive services to prescription drugs, these are quality plans. You can do this. Sign up by August 15th for a health plan. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Following the Senate's passage of the $1.2 trillion infrastructure package, President Biden shared his hope that it will have a far-reaching impact, including in Mississippi's capital city. Millions of lead pipes carrying drinking water to our homes and schools and daycare centers are finally going to be replaced. Never again can we allow what happened in Flint, Michigan and Jackson, Mississippi. Can never let it happen again. The capital city was without water for weeks after the February ice storm. 
And one week into the school year and COVID-19 case numbers are climbing in classrooms. According to data released by the Department of Health, the first week of school for most in Mississippi saw the confirmation of nearly 1,000 cases among students, with 347 teachers also testing positive. An additional 4,400 students and 382 teachers are currently under quarantine due to exposure. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back and play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team with live reports from games and practices, plus exclusive interviews. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 on supertalk.fm, the Super Talk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm, rolling into the 5 o'clock hour with you, Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Michael Borky. Thanks for being with us in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit pearlriverresort.com for all that is going on at Pearl River, including Dancing Rabbit Golf Club and the Golden Moon Casino and the Sportsbook at Time Out Lounge and Geyser Falls Water Park and great restaurants and so on and so on. You want to be part of the conversation? We would love to hear from you. Ceasefire text line 601-879-4395. That's the number if you would like to be a part of the conversation. Bull. There's a lot of it in wireless, but C Spire thinks you deserve a plan that's actually what it says. Here's the real deal. Best plan for one or two lines, $45 each with auto pay and paperless billing. No bull. Cspire.com. In 13 minutes, we are going to let you hear from Jeff Levy, the offensive coordinator at Ole Miss, who met with the media earlier today after Ole Miss finished up practice. But right now, it's time for the college football fix. College football fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, these SUVs are built to command the road. 
And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. The vehicles of the future aren't built for a few. They are built for America. Test drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. Borky, this college football fix question that you have has caused me to wrap my brain into pretzels, and I'm still not sure that I have an answer. I think the answer is an easy one. It, well, it depends on how you look at it. Are you looking for a winner, or are you looking for the best value? So here, what here's what it is. I give you $100, or you just use 100 of your own money. and so You're you, going to give me $100. And you pick a group, and the national champion comes from this group. So group number one, best odds. Ohio State, Oklahoma, Georgia, North Carolina, Oregon, Texas A&M. Minus 125. Group two. Alabama, Texas, Iowa State, Miami, Penn State, Cincinnati, plus 225. Group 3, Clemson, LSU, Southern Cal, Notre Dame, Florida, Wisconsin, plus 400. And the field, everybody else, plus 2,000. All right, it's not the field. No. No. I mean, there, there's your value, right? You bet a hundred bucks to win two grand. Yeah, there's no value in that though, because you're lighting that hundred on fire. Yeah, but, but, because that means that Ohio State, Oklahoma, Georgia, Texas A&M, Alabama, Clemson, and a few other contenders are not winning at all. Right. So that makes no sense. No. And so to me, and, and I get what you're saying, where you got to decide on value. But that's where I get hung up a little bit. I think you got to go more than just value. Who do you think's winning it all? If you think in your mind that the overwhelming preseason number one team, Alabama, is winning it all, then you get good value at plus 225, but you're basically riding with one team. Because Texas isn't winning it all. Iowa State's not going to win it all. Miami may not be in the top 25 when it's all said and done. Penn State's not complete enough to win it all. Cincinnati might get in the playoff. They're not winning the playoff. So with that group of teams, you are betting on Alabama to win it all. I do have a side question. What are Alabama's standalone odds to win the national championship? I will look. Well, hey, Dad's on it. Never mind. I'm perhaps making it more complicated than it has to be. Did I have the? uh, I have a device look on my face there, Borky. Yep. Alabama's plus two fifty. So it wouldn't make sense to bet a hundred dollars for that group at plus two twenty five. If you, because none of the rest are winning it. It's Alabama, so you got to bet them as a standalone at plus two fifty. Right. Yeah, but let's keep the exercise in the group thing. No, I understand. I get, I get what you're like, saying. I'm though. trying you're to saying, get to my answer. Yeah. Yeah, the the plus 400 group is the answer because Clemson's a real favorite to do it, even though Clemson as a standalone is plus 450. But as much as it, you might not hear it, like to hear this, Notre Dame is a realistic team that if something, something went their way could win the national title. 
And quite honestly, from a talent perspective, LSU is a team that something could go their way and they could win a national title. And, I mean, USC, they'd probably have to go undefeated to get in the playoff, but if they do... Uh, One loss USC gets in this year. Okay, well, then, then fine. So you've got three teams or four teams there that... Well, I said that was some boldness and confidence, didn't I? You did, you did. That's four teams that legitimately, you can at least, can you? You got to make this quick. Can they get to the playoff? If you get to the playoff, anything could happen. You never, you don't ever really know. One game, somebody gets hurt, and all of a sudden you got an opportunity. So that plus four hundred for that group is really good odds, in my opinion. But hey, Dad, you have. Beat the drum for Georgia as the national champion. I do. And but I give you Ohio State and Oklahoma possibly as well. I get that, but from a value standpoint, just getting Clemson alone at four to one is pretty good. Getting Clemson, Notre Dame, LSU, USC. I got. I, I think I got to of this group. I got to uh, from this exercise. I got to take this. I do think Georgia. You're the one supplying the uh, the Benjamin Franklin for this exercise. Which one would you put it on? Uh, The Clemson at plus four hundred. I think the best value is there. Even though the the most likely you would take Ohio State, Oklahoma, Georgia, UNC, Oregon, A and M. But if you're looking for value in the hundred, it's going all in on Clemson plus the four hundred as opposed to that group and minus one twenty five. It's all about value in betting. The most likely group's the first one. Odds and whatnot. Well, is it? Is the most likely group not the one that has Alabama in it? Doesn't matter who else is in it. Just Alabama being in it means it, it's the most likely. If you gave me Alabama and Clemson or Ohio State, Oklahoma, Georgia, North Carolina, Oregon, Texas A and M, I'm taking that group. See, if you gave me Alabama Clemson versus the field. I might be. Ten- I, I still think Georgia's going to win. I want to. I'm going to make that clear. But I, you could be. I could be talked into taking Alabama, Clemson. What would the odds be? Oh gosh, five hundred plus five hundred for the two of them combined, maybe. Versus the field would be plus. Well, because now you got Georgia and Oklahoma in there, so maybe plus fifteen hundred. You think Alabama and Clemson? Versus the field would be plus five hundred versus plus fifteen hundred. I don't. Do I? Ooh. I don't know. I don't. I don't make odds. I don't yeah, own my you own don't. casino. You can. I mean, we're, come see my house. We're, it's we're nice, going to leave but it's that to Hopwood. Yeah, get a professional on the line and ask him. I don't know what the odds would be. Scotty and Pontotoc says if Bork is paying, I'll take the field. Nothing to lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy, this is purely hypothetical. I don't have a hundred dollars to give myself. As Coastal Carolina shoots up the, the polls every week. We get uh, this message on the ceasefire text line. I like Kiffin to win it all. What are the odds? The odds are that Long. they won't. Long. Let's see if I can actually find the odds. It, it, you want to talk about Kiffin and expectations and all that? If they go, according to the S&P Plus, the Bill Connolly did his SEC preview yesterday of ESPN with the formula and all that. Said that Ole Miss will be favored in nine of their 12 games this year. The three that they are not are Alabama, Texas A&M, and if you can believe it, Auburn. Favorites in every other game on the schedule. If it pans out perfectly like that, if Ole Miss goes 9-3 and and their losses are Alabama, Texas A&M, and Auburn, 
you give Lane Kiffin the four-year contract at whatever dollar amount he asks for. Whatever he asks for, you give it to him. You do not say no. Just yes. I agree with that. Yes. What a great Ole, season Ole Miss that would is, be. Ole Miss is plus 10,000 to win the national championship. And somebody on the text line wanted to know if this was my national championship t-shirt. It is Mississippi State Baseball National Champions. We have reached the point where Haydad cannot remember that on his own. He has to have your help. Oh, they won't forget. The listeners don't forget. I was saving it. I hadn't found a really good segue. I'd have gotten it in eventually. Jeff Levy is the offensive coordinator at Ole Miss. He was in the mix for a couple of head coaching jobs this past season. Decided to stay put in Oxford for at least another year. We'll hear from him when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Richland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking in on your afternoon commute so far, a smooth ride with no reports of any accidents or major congestion. But if you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding. Really? Stop the noise. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. Pinnacle Motors on the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. Hi, I'm John Albritton. If your diamond seems smaller today than yesterday, trade it for a larger stone at Albritton's. Our certified gemologist will give you a generous, no-obligation appraisal of your diamond, which can be applied to your new selection. Whether you choose to remount your existing stone or simply trade it, you'll get the most diamond value at Albritton's. Quality and value go hand in hand at Albritton's. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices, plus exclusive interviews with coaches, players, and legends from the past. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. A 
All guests on Sports Talk Mississippi appear on the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. Jeff Levy, offensive coordinator at Ole Miss. Don't get a lot of opportunity to hear from the coordinators. Yesterday it was DJ Durkin and Chris Partridge, and today Jeff Levy after practice. Here is what he had to say to the media earlier today. Because just kind of looking at what looks to be the second team offense and who's quarterback, and it yeah. looked like Luke got a lot of work there today. Just you know, how's that competition? Yeah, those guys have both. Um, they've done a good job through the first few days of fall camp. King Cage really got most of the work there. Luke got a little bit today. Competition will be ongoing. Kind of see how things go through fall camp and, and make a decision. Uh, obviously, we've, we've been talking a lot about John Rice Plumley and kind yep. of his transition. What have you kind of seen from him, and, and has has the transition been easier, harder than than you thought? And, and do you see him as as a major contributor? One, yes, uh, the major contributor part, absolutely. You know, he's going to play a ton of snaps for us. Um, you know, he he's done a great job through four days. You know, it's like going back to to the ball game. He practiced five days before going to to play in the ball game. Now he's he's gotten some good work. Spent a ton of time in here this summer. Once baseball was over, and he's he's done a good job. So, counting on him. Kind of following off of that, Matt came in here Monday and said that John Rice still kind of has that quarterback mind because he knows the routes from the other perspective. Sure. What does that do in having that in the receivers' room? Maybe with helping the other receivers. You know, having that quarterback brain in the receivers room. Yeah, I think the goal for everybody on the unit is to, to understand exactly what we're doing, what everybody's doing, and, and nail it at every position. So everybody says knowledge is power. John Rice has got it. He's able to share in that room. And, and as he works through it and playing the position, he's able to share some things from a different perspective, maybe that guys didn't think about initially. So that's been, been really good, not just for the young guys, for everybody. Jeff, there's obviously a, a lot of talk about replacing Elijah's production yeah. from last year. Do you see that as a thing that has to be done by committee, or do you think there's one person who might be able to kind of fill in those shoes? No, I, th- I think we have created really good depth at, at the position. I think the guys that, that walk out there first in, in Atlanta are, are going to be able to go play at a high level and, and play at a championship level and, and, and get it done for us. So, you know, obviously, Elijah, can you replace him? No, I think we can do some different things to help that. And we got guys in the room that, that can produce and, and go make plays. Jeff, I want to ask you about uh, two different guys that you didn't have last year. First, Jakur Pearson, kind of sticking to the yeah. slot theme. What can he bring to the offense? What have you seen out of him? And secondly, Orlando Amana transferring in and yeah. taking that center spot and kind of solidifying that offensive line with four starters coming back. Yeah, I mean, the thing that those two guys got in common is experience. You know, they've played a ton of ball. I mean, we've talked about it a ton, but you got to live experience. Those guys have it. They've played in big games. So going out there the first first Monday night, you know, this year, it's not going to be something new to them. They've done it. They've strapped up and, and been to war. So that's the thing that they bring is great experience. They've played at a high level and played really well at other places. Expect them to play really well here. In, in terms of, of Matt, um, where have you seen him, if, if you look back, you know, a year ago? To now, is, is it is it seeing things better on the field? Is it as a leader, as a personality? Like, where have you seen Matt Corral grow the most? <laughs> yeah, I think there's a couple of different things that you immediately notice. One is leadership. You know, he's he's done an unbelievable job being a great leader and setting the standard of how we're going to operate and how we're going to go about things in our building. Um, so that's first and foremost. But in the meeting room, he's he's taking giant strides. You know, huge steps to to nail in the position. We talk about knowing your job cold, and, and he knows it, and he's eager to to learn every single day. He's been incredibly coachable. 
um, after all the production he's had, he's he's wanting to get better. So it's been been great. Jerry on talked a little bit the other day about wanting to expand his role in this offense. Just first off, how's that going? And yeah. second, how do you kind of see his role expanding? He needs a football. Yeah. If I'm smart, I'll get him the football. But that, you know, whether it's in the backfield, not in the backfield, wherever it is, the guy needs the ball. He's special, and, and we're going to find ways to get it to him for sure. Jeff, on paper, it looks like you guys have plenty of depth on the interior of the offensive line. On the edges, maybe not so much. How important is it to develop that depth through fall camp? And uh, who are the guys that you're depending on to progress enough so that you can count on them out there where Broker and James are? Yeah, um, I think everybody's aware of the league that we play in and, and how hard it is to go 12, 13, 14 games and stay healthy. So at some point in time, you're, you're going to have to play with somebody else. Said Melton is a guy, obviously, that, that we're excited about. Said Nicely, who just got here, we're excited about. Tobias Braun's done a nice job here four days through fall camp. So we've got some young pieces. Again, they haven't lived it. They hadn't played, so you never really know until you go do it. But those are guys that have done a nice job that we're going to be counting on to create depth. How do you kind of assess the tight end situation at this point? And then what have you kind of seen from, from Hudson so far? Yeah, so Ozark's done a great job. Chase Rogers done a great job. Uh, man, he's just incredibly steady. He's, he's passionate about what he does. It's important to him to be a really good football player. So that's been huge. Demarcus Thomas has done some really good things. So we've got those two guys that have been here. And then Hudson being able to get some live work. Uh, could not be more excited about him. You know, a guy that uh, is incredibly talented, incredibly sharp, loves to play. And, uh, you know, it, it matters to him. So we're, we're fired up about him as well. Yeah, just sort of being out there at practice looks like Braylon Brown's a guy who's who's been making some plays. Do, yeah. do you see him as as somebody who as uh, somebody who's, who's going to to see the field significantly early? Or, or I know everybody's getting reps right now. Sure, um, but do you see him as a contributor? Yeah, Braylon's done a great job. He's he's got to keep growing. I think he's done a nice job just transitioning from high school to here and understanding how much time it takes to to really get good at the position at this level. So he spent a ton of time in the building. Again, he's got the right mind frame. He, he goes about it the right way. And, and he's, uh, he's worked incredibly hard and then has made, made some plays as well. Jeff, you've coached a lot of places that have had good offenses year after year after year. Sure. What in your mind is, is kind of the trait that you see for continuing success and not just having one big year like yeah. you did last year? <clears throat> I think at the end of the day, you know, it's, it is about the trigger man. You know, you got to have a QB that can get it done and, and be able to go deliver the ball and, and and create really good decisions through maybe not perfect pictures. And so guys that can do that as we're playing fast, you get a bunch of different pictures and muddy pictures where people aren't set, whatever the case may be, but a guy that can take care of the football and 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 make plays on the perimeter before you get the ball on the edge, turn it into a one-on-one -on -one game is what you need to sustain in this offense. And so we'll continue to move that way and see where it goes. I, I want to ask you about where you are right now with that offense versus where you were last year at this time because of how crazy everything was. You sure. guys didn't have time with the kids because of COVID, all that kind of stuff. And I guess essentially, how much more advanced can this offensive attack be now that you've actually had an entire offseason leading into camp? Because it looks like y'all are rolling pretty smoothly out there in the early going. Yeah, I, I think we're at a lot different place. You know, obviously, as, as we've gone through it, year two is always – you know, it's a it's a fun deal for coaches because you don't have to go back through it all. 
you know, you, you make sure that you, you cover what you need to cover, but guys understand the base of the offense. So you're able to put in more, you're able to put more on the, on the kids. And we got a bunch of guys that have played a lot of ball and, and can take a lot. So it makes it fun for us being able to be creative and create some personnel mismatches and, and go from there. Do you address expectations or preseason rankings or hype or anything like that with that with the offense, or is that something you kind of let them filter through on their own? No, I mean, I, as we talk in here as an offensive unit, we talk about setting the standard of how offense is supposed to be played. That's who we want to be. That's how we want to operate. You know, we're, we're going to be a group that we talk about playing fast, fearless, and physical and let everything else take care of itself. So we, we talk about us and doing our job, and I, I think everything else will take care of itself. We talked about Jerry uh, earlier, obviously, behind him in terms of, of, of Connor and, and Parrish. Is that going to be situational? Do you think there's going to be a definitive pecking order behind him, or is it just going to kind of depend on, on what's going on in the game? I think it'll kind of depend on what go, what goes on in the game. I think the great thing is is we, we've got really good depth at that position, which we're going to need. I think everybody knows we like running the football as well, you know, so uh, those okay. guys have done a good job, and we got good depth in the room, so it'll be good. So that's Jeff Levy, offensive coordinator at Ole Miss, visiting with the media earlier today. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Well, he covered a lot of ground, and he talked, um, frankly, in much more specificity about individual players than Lane Kiffin ever does. Personality closer to those guys, I, I don't know what it is. said that John Rice Plumley is going to be a huge part of the offense. And, you know, we've talked a lot about what do you expect from Jerry on Ely this year. He was pretty clear in what he said about Jerry on Ely. He well, said, if I'm doing my job, we're going to figure out ways to get him the ball. That's the, that's the trigger man. I mean, I know Corral is the quarterback, but that's the guy who's going to make this offense go the way Elijah Moore did last year. He's, that's, that's, that's your best opportunity as an Ole Miss fan. You want to find 1,600 yards? He's your best guy to find them third. I do think how you get to that 1,600 yards, if that's the number. By the way, that would be a monster season for Jerry Ely. What's the mix? Are you talking all-purpose? I mean, so yeah. return game as well? I mean, no, I'm talking offensive yards, rushing receiving. Okay. So, so you're talking on the ground and through the air. Yeah. What Elijah Moore gave you. Whew, that'd be a big year for Ely. Mm-hmm. Sports Talk Mississippi, half an hour left with you on this Wednesday. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 96. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 75. A 40% chance of rain for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 95. And finally, Friday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, sunny skies, high near 95. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. Calloway's has just received a large shipment of ceramic pots. All sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. 
Callaway says farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway says special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South, period. We offer bulk soils for the do-it-yourself project. Callaway's offers landscaping. Designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformations. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. The country's gold standard of ice cream flavors since 1969. Its hand-cranked taste takes you back to simpler times. That's why we put the word home right on the carton. The good old days are being made right now. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Two weeks after Mississippi's giant house party, COVID-19 cases are spreading in Neshoba County. Data compiled by the New York Times shows that Neshoba currently leads the country in cases per 100,000 people. At 262, this represents a 626% increase over the past 14 days. The Neshoba County Fair saw thousands of people gather together on the fairgrounds inside the county where just 22% of residents are fully vaccinated. And Tropical Storm Fred is predicted to reach Florida this weekend, but it's not expected to impact Mississippi. While it's unlikely to reach hurricane strength, the National Hurricane Prediction Center doesn't believe it will lose any force when it crosses the Caribbean islands before reaching the Florida Keys possibly Friday night. Fred's center will likely stay in the Gulf of Mexico off Florida's west coast. Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk Mississippi News. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. In addition, join the Grammy Museum Monday, August 16th, for words and music by singer-songwriter Keith Sykes. And on Sunday, August 22nd, for MTV Stories on Screen, I Still Want My MTV, featuring post-screenings by director Patrick Waldrop. For more details or how to purchase tickets for MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, or other August programs, go to GrammyMuseumMississippi.org or visit Grammy Museum Mississippi on Facebook or Instagram. This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. 
Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. If a muckety-muck wants you to hear what they got to say, they come here first and sit down with Gallo and JT. This is Ground Zero for all Mississippi muckety-mucks. Super Talk Mississippi. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV. Streaming now on supertalktv.com. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Supertalk.fm, the Supertalk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. left with you on this Wednesday afternoon. This is Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Always glad to have you along for the ride. We talked earlier about earlier about the Kentucky Wildcats with uh, Derek Terry from the 24-7 Kentucky site. Let's talk a little bit about Georgia. The favorite to win the SEC East. And I think... There is a simple question. I just don't know if it has a simple answer. Is it national championship or bust at this point for the Georgia Bulldogs? Playoff or bust, yeah. Well, what's bust, though? They're not going to fire him. No, but the way the season is viewed in Georgia land. I agree with that. so. So you don't think it's national championship or bust? Because I was thinking through that earlier, and and I tend to agree with you, Borky. I was like, you can't say if you don't win a championship, the season was no good. If you went thirteen and one and lost in the title game, right? Or you went eleven and one in the regular season, played in the SEC championship game, won it, and got into the playoff, but got bounced in the first round. Right. That's not a bust. But it's been a while since Georgia's won at all. Since 1980, I believe. Borky, you can double-check that for me. So it's 2021, right? Mm, yeah. So that would make it 41 years Ooh. since Georgia's won a national championship in football. That's, That's tough. It's tough. Dan Lanning's the defensive coordinator. Todd Munkin is the offensive coordinator. Obviously, JT Daniels returning as the starting quarterback for Georgia. And you got to remember, JT Daniels didn't play a ton last year. He only started four games. Stetson Bennett played in eight games of five starts. JT Daniels came on and started the final four games of the year. 80 of 119 with 10 touchdowns and two interceptions. He threw for 1,231 yards, which was more in his four games than Stetson Bennett threw four in the eight games in which he played. Um, Zamir White is back. 
He averaged 78 yards per game on the ground a season ago. Look, I mean, not really worried about Georgia running the football, right? No. Kind kind of figures they're going to figure that out. They generally do. Do we know? Do we have an update on George Pickens? Oh, he's not playing this no. year. He's out for At the all? year. For the year, yeah, for 100%? Year. Yeah. As far okay. as I know, yeah. yeah. He was second on the team in receiving yards last year. Kyrus Jackson led the way with 36 catches. George Pickens had 36 catches. They had 514 and 513. But George Pickens was the stud in that receiver group. There's no question about that. But they've recruited at such a high level. And it's almost like Georgia has gotten to the point where it doesn't really know if you know all the names going into the season, like Alabama. Everybody on their roster is a four-star guy or a five-star guy. They can play. They're going to look the part, and they can play. Especially if uh, Eric Gilbert is eligible to play. Yeah. And that's a, that's, oh, they'll I mean, just, find a way. They yeah. will, but I mean, I, you so, something tells me today. he will become eligible faster than Otis Reese did. Uh, well, I mean, that's not even an eligibility in terms of. I mean, he's eligible to play versus via the NCAA. That's not the issue. It's it's a uh, uh, academic issue, you know, from the time he was out at LSU and so on. But I agree with Borky. Yes, they he'll will. get forty six hours of credits this summer somehow, and they'll he will be go ready the Dante to go. Jones route. I mean, we've seen thirty six in a summer before. We know that. It's doable. It's totally doable. All right, Georgia's schedule. Clemson out of the gate. I can't wait for that. I know, I mean, it's... What if we had a better game than that to lead off the season? Oh, man. And, and, I mean, DJ will start his Heisman campaign in that game. Clemson plays one ranked team this year, and it's Georgia. The rest of Clemson's schedule does not have a ranked team on it. If Clemson wins this game, there's your Heisman Trophy winner, DJ Uyunga XYZ. Uyunga Lele, right? Something like that. I've heard it pronounced different ways from his head coach. I've heard Dabo say it multiple different ways, so I don't know. They just call him DJ over there. But either way, I mean, what a game. Clemson in game one. Then UAB at home. Win. Then South Carolina at home. Yeah, you say win. Oh, oh, it will be. Oh, come on. So, South Carolina will put up the same fight I know, that UAB I know will it's put been up. Weird, but they lost last year. Last year or two years ago? Two years ago. Was it? Was it two years ago? The missed field goal or extra point? I don't know what it was. South Carolina wacky things happened in that game. I'm just saying. I think they'll win. I'm just saying. They're going to win that game. Okay. By a lot. Hold on. They didn't lose to South Carolina last year. Was it two years ago? It's two years ago. Okay, well, then it's Yeah, two they, years they ago. beat South Carolina 45-16 in Columbia last year. So it was two years ago. That game lost cost them a chance at the Nash- in the playoff. I it mean, did. Simple as that. Uh, on September 25th, Georgia will take... Roughly 30,000 fans to Nashville for their game against Vanderbilt. Rough. 
then Arkansas in Athens. These are just wins. Then the Deep South's oldest rivalry. They go to Auburn this year on October 9th. Win. Even close? It'll be close just because it always is. Then Kentucky. Win. Then an open date before they have Florida in the cocktail party in Jacksonville. Oh, yeah, win. Then Missouri. Guess what? Then they go to Knoxville. You could take Alvin Kamara off the scoreboard, put him on the field. <laughs> they still wouldn't win that game. Then a little bit of a uh, breather against Charleston Southern on November 20th, and then they travel to historic Grant Field at Bobby Dodd Stadium in downtown Atlanta, just across the interstate from the varsity, to take on the rambling wreck from Georgia Tech. That one might... Clean, old-fashioned hate. It might be a little interesting. I don't think Georgia Tech's ready yet, but people don't need to ignore what's being built there. It's a long transition out of the triple option into anything else. But isn't this the year that they need to start looking... Oh, for sure. Right. And they looked better last year. It's, I mean, the bowl game needs to be the baseline expectation there, for sure. And I think they'll get there. It's pretty impressive. Also, fun fact about Charleston Southern. The Bucks. Charleston Southern is in North Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah. Is it really? That's yep. It is. It That's is. Funny. And I, read of the, um, I read an interesting article about Georgia today. Uh, talking about their, their biggest issue. If I said, what do you think Georgia's biggest issue as a team is? I don't know that you would guess it's pass defense. But that's what it is. 78% of the yards gained on Georgia last year were, on, were in the air. That feels like a really weird number. That's like, considering the number of first-round draft choices and five-star defensive backs they recruit, that Kirby is a secondary guy by nature, and coming from Saban, who's a secondary guy by nature, that, that stat threw me off. Just looking to see if I had their team defensive. I don't have those right in front of me. Or they, they of course, deal with you, know, you go back to last year against Mississippi State. Rodgers had a lot of success against them. Threw the ball really well. You know, that was that was that game where State went over there with what forty three players and only lost by seven and threw the ball around a lot. Could just couldn't get stops when they needed them. So Georgia gave up last year two hundred forty nine yards per game through the air. Mm-hmm. They gave up seventy two yards a game on the and ground. You can't run on them, but you you can pass on. Them. Yeah. It'll be pretty good. I mean, they can they can lose against Clemson in week one and then win their next eleven. No doubt. Which would make them eight and zero in the SEC and likely to face Alabama in the SEC championship game. Sleeping would on they the Aggies, to, man. Well said likely. Until proven wrong or proven otherwise. I'll give Alabama the tip of the... Are, are you picking A&M to win the West? Uh, if I would have had a vote, it would have been Alabama, but I would have thought about it for a long time. 
Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. We will wrap this Wednesday edition of the show up next. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Richland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking in on your afternoon commute so far, a smooth ride with no reports of any accidents or major congestion. But if you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Summer travel is ahead and the need continues. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood as we move into the summer months. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. Get ready, Greater Jackson area. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show is coming for two big days, only at the Trademark Building on the fairgrounds. Show hours are Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealers' tables available, full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun books, camouflage, jewelry, and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade, or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission just $9 for adults, $2 for kids ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got any guns? Guns to sell? Be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show. Thousands of buyers will be there. Instant background checks available for gun purchases. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show this weekend. Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 to 5 at the Trademark Building on the fairgrounds. Take the high street exit off I-55 and follow the signs. Exercise your right to keep and bear arms. While you're there, be sure to register for the door prize. See you this weekend at the big one. Sure as shooting. Don't Don't miss miss it. it. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. 
Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, what I said. slow downloads. Oh, come on! It's just not a good look. Instead, call Seaspire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Seaspire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at seaspirebusiness.com. To good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Mississippi. Oh what is going on here? Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. It's about time. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Right. He sends us a picture of Krispy Kreme in DeSoto County. Hot light was on. He says, yes, Richard, I pulled a U-turn in the middle of Hacks Cross Road in Memphis. He sent that at 5.47 p.m. If that was in real time, brother, the traffic on Hacks Cross Road at that time of day is bad. That is commitment to the cause Right there. Well when they're hot. done, Bert. When they're hot, they're hot. And when they're not, they're not. Shaq Bully down in Biloxi says, George Pickens, greatest receiver that never was. Eh, that's more on, I think, this quarterbacks than anything else and the offense they've been running. The talent's definitely there. Another question, am I wrong in thinking that Snoop is the most underrated weapon on the Ole Miss offense. Put him in the backfield with Ely and Plumlee in the slot on both sides. I see mismatches all over the field. I believe it can be a special year for the offense. I like Connor. I think he's, a, he's definitely the the third and two guy I would go to for that offense. And he's, he's a good player, for sure. He allows you to be more flexible with Ely. That's the best part yeah. about him using the homer thing again. It's He's Latavius Murray to the Alvin Kamara. A very effective running back that allows you to let your other one line up elsewhere, maybe in the slot at flex, catch passes out of the backfield. He's a guy that lets you be flexible with your best playmaker. And the best playmaker on that offense, who is not the quarterback, is Jerry Neely. It lets you be flexible with him because you know at the end of the day you've got right behind him a handful, but especially one multi-talented very reliable running back in Snoop Connor, without a doubt. Pick your analogy. Plenty of tools in the toolbox, plenty of toys with which to play. There are some pieces that they can move around offensively. But it's but here's the thing. Just playing with toys because you got toys is not a great idea. It's how do you how do you mix and match and give yourself the best opportunity to to win to produce to be explosive to get the ball into the hands of the guys that can make plays in the open field and that's that's the key here it's not rocket science i mean it is but 
Like the idea of how to do it is not rocket science. We have not gotten this today, gotten to it today. And um, Michael Borky is mad about it because it's his favorite thing of the entire year. Well, maybe not favorite. One of his favorites. The all-name team in college football. Huh. We will do that tomorrow. And we'll have some better, fun with it. I better see Quatravius Dollar Bill Johnson on there. No, these are uh, real names. Quatravius is his real name. Oh, well, that didn't the, get you on the all-name team. No. Oh. I don't know what to tell you. Then. That's, 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 a, that's a shame and a travesty and a, a sham and a mockery. The Travis Maybe if he didn't put the end, the R on the end of dollar. <laughs> that was just dollar just bill. Dollar bill, yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the? Has Hey Dad ever passed up a hot donut sign? <laughs> Funny guy, but I mean, you know, in reality, I'm probably the guy that's more likely to pull a U-turn in heavy traffic to get to the hot donut sign than Hey Dad. I mean, in, in reality, there's I, not a, there's not a Krispy Kreme in this town. So, yeah, I, I got a thing about hot donuts. The other thing that we didn't get to today, and frankly, because it gets old, banging on the NCAA and talking about Baylor and some of their former stuff is disgusting. But the NCAA did rule, and um, they basically said, "Yeah, it's not really our job to." Uh, deal with non-NCAA rules. And, Baylor, you didn't really break any NCAA rules that we're going to punish you for. There were some impermissible benefits that were provided. You know, give you four years probation, vacate some wins. And... Did you see what the impermissible benefits were? The impermissible benefits basically were, did we give the athletes a boost by not investigating them for rape? That was the impermissible benefit. Because they're athletes, they didn't get investigated the way a normal student. But but ultimately, the NCAA said they did not deem that an impermissible benefit because there was a culture of ignoring that was available to all students on the Baylor campus. They find a university that makes hundreds of millions of dollars, five grand. Imagine getting fined a dollar. That's what they just did to that Baylor. Thanks for being with us. Covered a lot of ground today. We will continue down that road tomorrow. Hey, Dad, enjoy a couple of days off doing whatever it is that you're going to do but not tell us about. Seems awfully shady. Might be. It's all right. For Michael Borky and Brian Hey, Dad, I'm Richard Cross. Thanks for being with us on this Wednesday. We will talk to you tomorrow night, tomorrow afternoon. Good night. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.